where are the low value men? Like, what are what are all the low value men up to during these trying times? Because the high value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's that's hot. All right. I haven't seen. I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. Oh shit! What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode thirteen of Low Value Mail. It is the abortion extravaganza. If I had a producer, I'd have cheering music right there. Or would it be booze? What would it be? Would it be booze? Would it be cheering? Um, Thank you for everybody for joining me. Uh, If there's any sound issues, just post it in the the comments on YouTube. I will adjust them. I think we're good. I, I, I screwed around with the sound. But you never know, right? So anyways, welcome to the show, everybody. I appreciate you uh, joining us for uh, a very special episode, honestly. And you see, you think it's special because of uh, because of the historic. I was on, so some of you saw, I was on uh, the Tim Pool show last night, TimCast IRL. And in the middle of the show, they're just like, holy shit. They just, they just banned abortions. I don't know if they banned them. Yeah, I guess they made abortions. They didn't ban abortions. They just made abortions federally illegal. So they go, the states need to decide, which essentially means uh, that the red states are going to, I guess, ban abortions. I don't know. So we have a few things we're going to get to. Uh, thank you, people who are watching on Reddit and Rumble. Uh, welcome to the show. So... Just a little housekeeping. The Patreon episode. We have a Patreon. You can join it. Patreon.com slash low value mail. Uh, if you, the episode normally follows this show, but we've switched it up. So now every other week for our Euro trash friends, uh, we're going to do the Patreon is the following day, Wednesday at 1230 p.m. Eastern time. So if you want a little daytime listening, you're on your lunch break. Or you're driving to work, or you're driving around, whatever you want to listen to the episode. We're gonna have a Patreon episode tomorrow, 12:30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, also, uh, if you want to join the Patreon, once we hit, we're at like 200 subscribers roughly. Once we hit <clears throat> 500 subscribers, I'm going to be adding a full regular daytime show on top of this Tuesday night show. So someone in the chat said, "Hey, why don't you change the time of the show? Because you're going up against." Tim Poole, even though he does a show every night of the week. So I, was, I mean, unless I would just only do it during the day, at which point I'd be going against people doing shit during the day. So anyways, it's going to be a little bit for everybody. Once we hit 500 subs, we will have a daytime episode once a week. And tonight, because there is no, uh, there's no Patreon episode tonight, I'll go a little longer just because I envision we're going to have some, some callers. Uh, it's the abortion episode. You know, if you have, if you have, uh, some thoughts about abortion. What's going on? Have you ever had an abortion? We It's 90% men who listen to this. So have you ever paid for an abortion? Have you ever done an abortion? You ever driven a woman to an abortion clinic? You ever knocked up a woman and she wouldn't get an abortion? And now those are your kids. You know, shit like that. Um, let's hear it. Uh, and I have a very special treat. So people who are regular. So we have some new listeners probably uh, to the show. For the people who are 
Uh, uh oh, I got kicked off of Reddit. Okay, I broke I broke the Reddit rules. Um, that's fine. I guess you can't put abortion in the title, man. Come on, Reddit. Uh, okay, we're not gonna call it the abortion extravaganza. And let's see if, uh, let's see if they allow it. Anyways, um. What was I saying? So uh, I, 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 oh yeah. So we have a very, so if you listen to the show in the past, this is what I was saying. If you listen to the show in the past, we had a gentleman call in and leave a voicemail from Alaska. It was a crazy voicemail. His name was Charlie. He was talking about how he had these kids in the Philippines and how someone, uh, like someone was actually his, not the kids were not his kids. And he, then there was a hitman involved at some point. People know what I'm talking about. I got a hold of Charlie. I'm going to be calling Charlie. Uh, we're going to be talking to Charlie shortly. So, yeah, if you've been watching the show, honestly, I called before the episode. I was going through the voicemails. And then I, I just kept this voicemail from Charlie, Just even though I thought he changed his number. And I go, you know what? I'm just going to try and call Charlie right now. And I called and he fucking picked up. So, uh, And I'm just like, we're going to be calling Charlie back, which is awesome. Uh, I'm back on Reddit. I guess you're not allowed to have the word abortion in the title, but welcome to people uh, on Reddit. Okay, so yeah, um, I'm a little tired. I apologize. Uh, maybe I'm a little disorganized. I Yesterday, I went to go do Tim Pool. It was fucking just my luck. I went to go Tim Tim, Tim Pool. It's a four-hour train ride. I was like, you know what? I'm going to... Because I like the train. I got no beef with the train. And the train and the plane were kind of like a similar amount of time to go. You go to Washington, D.C. I can't divulge any more information other than it's in the Washington, D.C. area. Get to the fucking train station. They're like, yeah, uh, there's a down power line. We have no idea when the train's going to be. I'm like, oh, that's great. So, and it was looking like if I tried to wait for the train, I wasn't going to make it. So then I rented a car at Madison Square Garden right by there, hopped in and just drove for fucking four hours. But it kind of fucked up my plans because I didn't have any time to do work because I had eight hours kind of earmarked for all this shit. And then I couldn't do any of it because I was fucking driving. Uh, shout out to uh, Ford. They gave me a Ford Edge. Pretty nice car. Uh, it was a new Ford Edge. Um, it has that lane assist too. So I could, I could, you know, I could be on my phone a little bit even though don't, don't do that shit because you will die. Uh, but... It was cool. But anyways, I got back. I had a nap um, and we're good. But the reason why I bring up the car thing. So I wanted to talk about for one second, this disinformation governance board, because I feel like the abortion is kind of the topic du jour here. Uh, that's topic of the day for our uh, non-French speakers. But um, I feel like the dif- disinformation governance board. I just want to make one point about it because I don't have time to cover everything. And we got to talk about we got to talk about those abortions. So my Joe Biden impersonation goes. You know what we got to do? We got to talk about those abortions. Uh, But the Disinformation Governance Board, which I feel like was so long ago. But the only thing I'll say about this is, and this is both political parties do this. I'm not going to say the Democrats, but you, I fucking saw nothing. I saw this come up. This was like a blip of some of like the further right leaning like blogs I follow, not even like major media organizations were like, yeah, there's this Disinformation Governance Board that just the Biden just. Department of Homeland Security started this, blah, blah, blah. And like, I went and looked and like, it wasn't even really on Fox. This is, and it had been two days at this point. It wasn't on Fox News. They weren't covering it on, I mean, definitely nowhere left, left news, CNN, MSNBC, nothing. It's just like, it didn't exist. I thought it was so bizarre to the point where I have this like group chat where all these guys who are like, you know, these very like smart tech guys and they're very well informed. And I said, Hey, is it weird? You guys hear about this? And they're like, no, not really. 
And I thought I was going crazy. And then it's become a bit more of a, a larger story. But I mean, the main thing I'm going to say about this is because the people on the left are like, yeah, we don't give a shit. It's, it's, it's only, there's only disinformation on the right. And so we welcome this because all they'll be doing is silencing the opinions and positions that we already oppose. But then like in two years from now, Donald Trump might be the president or Ron DeSantis might be the president or whatever. A Republican might be the president. And now I guess the charitable uh, thing is that they would just disband the whole thing. But imagine if Trump goes, all right, sick idea on the disinformation board. I'm going to put in my guy now. CNN and MSNBC will lose their fucking minds. And I don't see how they can't see that, but they can't. Okay, that's all I want to talk about the disinformation board. Not getting too crazy on disinformation board. Um, unnecessary to do so. Uh, let's talk about, let's talk about abortion. So I was in the car, I'm listening to the radio. So, uh, you know, this show is kind of a radio show, right? It's a radio show. I was listening to the radio and a, a couple interesting things. So I'm listening, I turn on AM radio and it's mostly conservative. There's a lot of like, I guess in America, they don't have that as much in Canada. We would like the religious specifically radio shows. They were straight up playing like celebratory music. This was the big, the best day for these guys. Like they were turning on there. It was like, honestly, like mariachi kind of music. It was very like weird music. And they were pumped about this. They're like, this is, this is the greatest day. This is a gift from the government that they're banning abortion. Even though I'm not sure what state I was in at that point, but I think I was getting Maryland uh, which I think Maryland is a blue state. So, you know, there's still going to be abortions in Maryland. Right. And, um, but they were all pumped about it. And then I was like, you know what? I wonder what PBS thinks about this. Right. So I turn on PBS, which is on the FM dial, oddly. And I'm listening to PBS. And the weirdest thing, my takeaway from PBS, obviously they were all, you know, not pumped about it because they're quite liberal, but I listened to PBS back and forth for probably two and a half, three hours where I was kind of like going back and forth. And there wasn't one guy on PBS for three hours. I don't even know like exactly what that means per se. I'm not like really making a judgment call other than the fact that I noticed that I didn't hear a man's voice for three hours. And now I get, you know, the argument where you go, well, we're talking about abortion so why do we want to hear what guys have to say about this? Even though two of the uh, people in the Supreme Court are women, but um, it was but it was like the hosts were also women, and it, it kind of seems like you know because they're the more like if I told you you were listening to Oprah Radio, you would have been like yeah okay that checks out. Like it was literally only women. I I I, I uh, it was surprising, and I guess they kind of. You know, with all the Me Too and George Floyd, like all the stuff that just we were like, you know, we're pouring bleach on everything, switching everything up. And they're like, you know what? We need to get this 50-50. We need to get more balance. But they just went f nuclear. They went scorched earth and they go, yeah, there's just no men anymore. It was it was bizarre. I, 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 again, I don't know what it means. Um, I don't know if I, I can't see that being an accident. I doubt it was an accident, but uh, it was surprising to me to not... Uh, for like that long because you know at first you're like whatever it's maybe it's just like this woman's show and they're talking about abortion but then they were talking about all sorts of other stuff they weren't even talking about abortion they were talking about just like education and like just all this other random shit only women it was uh it was interesting and yeah I don't, I don't know someone says go after the women that's the strategy but it's pbs this is like you know a pretty broad channel i guess they're trying to be like yo we're so progressive that we only show women we air 
uh you know wnba games only like the the audio of them obviously um but yeah so anyways we we got this uh this abortion issue um which anybody who wants to call in please do call in 646-710-0949 if you want to call in uh and it's interesting. It's it's it is really something that that splits people down the middle. This abortion debate. There's not that many people I feel who uh, who think. I, I I think this the statistic. Please, by the way, someone just called in. Please don't call in yet. The phone lines are not open, and I will not be picking up uh, as of yet. But the abortion uh, debate is. There's not that many people I feel in America who believe that there should be no abortions under any circumstance. Right. I, I think. Most people feel, yeah, it's fine under some circumstance, but the problem is there's, you know, people who are like, yeah, they should be under any circumstance up until whatever, nine months or whatever the fuck, you know, three trimesters, whatever. Like there's people who you go and then there's other people like I would say myself, I'm like, yeah, definitely for abortion, uh, 100% for abortion. Should you be able to have an abortion when the baby's eight months old? Probably not. That seems a lot. That seems like we've, we've, uh, but there are people who are legit like, yeah, as long as that baby is inside of that woman, that's not for you to decide. And this is how this becomes a, you know, a trickier subject because some people are like, well, my cutoff is six months. And then some people are like, my cutoff is five months. Um, but it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. And it actually reminded me of when the whole abortion thing happened that right when I moved to New York, uh, I was at this comedy show at the Knitting Factory, which is in Brooklyn. It's like this super, you know, like Brooklyn-y, left-wing, very like, I don't want to say like communist, but you know what I mean? Like it's, it's super out there, like super woke. And it was this, it was a pretty female heavy lineup and I was there and there was this girl on stage doing a joke about how she got, an, she's like, yeah, I got an abortion recently and she got like a, not a standing ovation, but people were really cheering her on, like a really like a good for you type of thing. And now I don't think you should be ashamed of getting an abortion unless it's, you know, like, you know, I don't know, nine months in or eight months in. Or if it's like you find out the race of the baby is wrong, you're like, oh, I don't want this race baby. I want to abort it. That's you should be ashamed of that. Or maybe the sex is wrong or whatever, stuff like that. But like, it's also not something you should be proud of, in my opinion. This shouldn't. It should just be something that happened. It's like a. I mean, I don't want to steal Louis C.K.'s thing, but like, because he had a great bit about it in his 2017 special. But like, it should be like taking a shit. You should be pretty like indifferent. It's just it is. It's a thing that had to happen, right? Um, but yeah, the there are really people who wear this like, yeah, I got an abortion, good for me. And you're like, no, you should definitely try to avoid needing to get an abortion. It should really be like a. Like you should be allowed to get it, but it should definitely be like a last, last ditch effort, uh, you know, last case scenario kind of thing. Um, but yeah, and and with this whole you know Roe v. Wade getting struck down, uh, and then it getting leaked, which is I guess pretty crazy. Like there's still like you know, and people and all my friends who live in New York are like, this is worst thing that's ever happened. It's like this doesn't affect you. Everybody in blue states, you're fine. You can still get all the abortions you want. Abortions for everybody. It's essentially just poor people in conservative states that are going to be fucked because, you know, the wealthy people in conservative states will just travel to get the abortions. So all you're really doing is burdening 
you know, the kind of economically lowest and uh, most like, you know, disadvantaged portion of the population with kids that they don't want. And I don't think the people who are making these laws want these kids to really exist either. It's it's it, it kind of I, I don't really get because, you know, there's a lot of conspiracies and we talk about conspiracies on the podcast. And if you have an idea of why you think this, because uh, I'm sure there's many, many um many thoughts about it call in let me know what you think uh because yeah i just i don't i don't get it i know that the, from a constitution angle i've been reading about this i've been boning up on the constitution that uh i guess they're saying well look it's not in the constitution so it should have just never been it should just be a state's right thing to begin with that's what it should be it should always be a state's right issue states should decide shouldn't be a federal issue because it's not in the constitution but then i'm like from what i understand other things are not in the constitution that are uh, law. So I don't know if it's totally, totally consistent, uh, but maybe it's just this is the most pressing issue. I don't know. I'm sure people who are listening to this know more than I, so please call in uh, and explain it to me because I don't. And then I'll, I'll say one thing because you know the people, there are people, and this is kind of a bit of a dark story, and I apologize in advance. Uh, if I was at that show in Brooklyn, I would say uh, trigger warning, but so, you know, there are people who believe there should be no abortion under any circumstance. And I was listening to the radio today, this conservative radio, and they were kind of like, you know, if there's even if there's like a, a rape, uh, like, you know, there's a, a rape or whatever, um, and there's a baby, that baby should not be aborted. That baby should be, you know, had and then adopted and allowed to live like a, a, a life or whatever. Um, abortion should not be allowed. Uh, and people do believe that, that even under a rape scenario, you should not be allowed. But, and I'll say this, so a very close friend of mine, one of my my closest friends, this was his scenario. I didn't find out until uh, later, but so he, because I knew he was adopted. Um, I had always known he was adopted. And what happened is his biological father was in prison for raping his mother. His biological father raped his biological mother. She had him. I don't think she wasn't allowed to have him. She just, I guess, chose to had him put him up for adoption. Okay. And I didn't know about this. He, he kind of had like a darkness to him. Um, and then, and, uh, but I only learned about this like later, but that this was his kind of case. And, and, you know, I can only imagine, uh, you know, what kind of like, just how that weighs over you knowing that like, you know, your biological father raped you, was a rapist who raped your mother. And then, and he's in jail for that. But anyways, and sorry to be kind of dark, but he killed himself. My friend killed himself uh, like eight years ago. And so my point is you can ban an abortion, but sometimes that person will abort themselves. So, you know, you can, you can delay it. You can delay it. You can maybe say not nine months, but maybe that's what they want. They want to leave it up to the person. But anyways, I know that was kind of fucked up. Uh, <laughs> people are like, whoa, what the fuck am I listening to? Anyways, um, that, so anyways, that, that's my point. It's, it's a tricky subject. This is people, there's so many things where people like to be like, this is just black and white. It should be like this. And I actually was thinking, I don't have the statistics. If anybody knows the statistics, I wonder what percentage of the, like if you were to just poll, like if we had some sort of, you know, mechanism where you could just pull every single person on planet Earth. How many people would be for and against abortion? I wonder. I do. I do want do. I do wonder. Uh, anyways. Okay. That was uh, that's all I want to talk about. 
and uh, I'm gonna call Charlie right now. Yo, so if you guys don't know about Charlie, Charlie is. Uh, this is I'm I'm excited about this. I'm very excited uh, about this. We all well, we're someone says, aren't we all abortions eventually? No, because you have to kill yourself to be uh, on abortion. You know what? Someone said, add a poll to the chat. I like that idea. Um, for or against abortion. I suck at polls, by the way. Every time I make a poll, people are like, what the fuck does this mean? So, uh, okay, the phone line, stop calling people. The phone lines are not open. Um, I, I added the poll. You can vote away. So this is Charlie. Um, should I play the voicemail? I'm not going to play the voicemail. I'm just going to call Charlie. We're going to call Charlie up and uh, we'll see. Maybe we can get a hold of Charlie. Hopefully you get a hold of him because I spoke with him. See, now he's fucking with me. Oh, here we go. Hello. Charlie. Charlie, how's it going, man? Going all right. It's How are you? it's Danny from Low Value Mail. We're we're uh, live on the air. This is very exciting for me. This is very exciting for everybody because we've been talking about you for I don't know when when did you leave a message for me a month ago I think I, I tried to call you like mid March I think yeah March sixteenth March sixteenth so it's been it's been uh I don't know yeah I guess it's been a month and a half so so how are things with you so you were you were uh you were uh, out of the country. I, I, I just got back to the U.S. Uh, two days ago. Okay. I finally had a chance to go see my kid. And your kid. kid. So can you so. tell the story? Can you kind of give the the quick the quick story of the message you left? Because th- it was quite a message that you left. I us. was trying to condense it into like a um, like a what, what do you call me? You're trying to advertise something like yeah, yeah, yeah. Call me. This is what all the content I could I could discuss. Yeah. Um. So it was kind of compressed. Okay. So. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, if you don't mind telling us what uh, what it was, because there was a hitman involved at some point. That that was the one that really stuck out to me. And so, the, so, but just just tell us if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, well, how far back into the nightmare do you want me to start this? Oh, wherever, you, Charlie. Question. Wherever you think is a good starting point. I uh, I'm uh, please start there. Okay. Well. Uh... So the whole situation that currently exists in my life at the moment kind of began um, before I was even involved in the choice making. When my dad decided to go to the Philippines to get a, a spite wife after the second one left him. Okay, what year was this? Um, my dad went back, went to the Philippines in like 2004 or something like that. Oh, okay. He brought his wife over in like 2005. She's like two and a half years older than I am. Just kind of messed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and he picked the worst one he could pick. You know, he picked the youngest one of the biggest knockers to make the second wife, who was twice her age, jealous. Nice. He was about twenty-nine and some years older than she was. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, digress. So, the lady that I later started to correspond with on the internet in two thousand and was it eight late 2008 early 2009 i started emailing her cousin thinking ah oh, not that bad of an idea because yeah, i was active duty military you know so i was a military guy uh i had a rather ugly face at the time i'd say a lot of temples so okay i was your typical low value male you know employed 
mm-hmm. clean. You know, I kept my room immaculate. You know, I had I had my own car. Yeah, in the military. Um, <clears throat> no that. drinking, no smoking, no drugs, no partying, none of that stuff. You know, went to church, tried to introduce myself to the church ladies, and they were more interested in their careers right. and having families at that point in time. Or I wasn't, you know, old enough or tall enough. I'm only 5'9", but it seems That's they want, like, 5'9 fi- is dude. fine, Charlie. Don't let these ladies tell you that 5'9 is yeah. not tall enough. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you know, that's my experience. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fine. I, I went to a lot of churches. I was like a serial church attender. I would go to four churches in one Sunday to try to meet ladies. Okay. And they just weren't interested. So oh. I started emailing this lady online, and we'd email and correspond for a little bit, and then she, uh, I didn't really think it was that, I wasn't that interested, or she wasn't that interested, and it just a little argument or stupid little things. Uh, and then I start to email her again because there were obviously no options in life um, for me at that time, despite all my attempts to find love at the age of uh, 20. I turned 21, and then later in 2009, I went to... Sorry, decided, Charlie, how I'll, old are you I'll, right now? I'll get a ticket. I'm 33 at the moment. You're 30? Oh, my God. I th- you Your voice sounds like you are much older than 33. Have you ever heard that before? I don't... <laughs> I don't, I've heard that, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's maybe just where you're you're ge- geographically, but I, yeah, I thought you were older than thirty three. Um, okay. Anyway, no, no. Well, this this could also be the effects of jet lag because it's oh, like maybe. I just stayed up all night because the Philippines is twelve hours opposite of here. So oh, okay. It's like I, I just pulled an all nighter staying staying up all day, and now I'm dealing with my with right, my, right. Okay, that's possible. I, anyways, c- continue, continue. Yes. Um. So I went to the Philippines in November of 2009, met her in person. Things seemed to be going okay starting out the first week, and then she got a little odd. Um, and then uh, then she seemed to chum right back up to me, and things were fine for a little bit. And then I went back. I, I got transferred to Okinawa, which is about a 1,000 miles away from the Philippines, but it cost just as much to get there. Yeah. Um, and then she got weird on me again, didn't want to talk for a little bit and then talking to me again. And then I decided a year later, okay, I'll go there. I'll meet her again. See, see how things go. Things were right for a little bit. And then she got a little weird and, and then, uh, then things got okay. Um, and then she wanted to get married and have a baby. And I'm a naive guy with no options in life. And she seems to be the only woman who pays attention to me and cares somewhat. Yeah. At least. Then I went back the third time in later later part of 2011, and uh, we got married. In the Philippines? Um, then, in the Philippines. Got married in the Philippines. Okay. Took a lot of paperwork to do that. I got her visa started for her to come to the U.S. She got pregnant while I was over there that time. Okay. Um, and then I got out of the Navy the later part of 2011, December 2011. I went back there January 2012. My son was born, the one that is mine. I'm pretty sure he's mine. He looks exactly like me, just a little browner. Okay. That's dark hair. That's a good good starting point. Yeah. And then things are fine for the two months that I was there when he was a baby. And then I went back to the U.S. and I started working again in the private sector. Um now, and were you trying? To, were you trying to bring her over? Yeah, yeah. I had filed. We filed everything for her visa already. Okay. It's just the U.S. government does whatever the U.S. government does. You pay them, and they take their sweet time to do things. I mean, yeah, yeah. They're, they're government workers. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. I've I've gone through the visa process myself. I'm Canadian, so. 
I've, yeah, I've to... it, it took six months to get all the paperwork together for the visa. Then we submitted the visa. Then it took a year and a half to get that visa approved. By the time the visa was approved, she was already not talking to me and being all weird to me. And she wouldn't talk to me for months at a time. And I'm optimist. Oh, she's my wife. She loves me. She'll turn around, you know, and, and she'll start talking to me again. And she's taking care of my kids. So I kept sending support money. You know, I supporting my wife, supporting my kid. Of course, you, 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 you did the right thing. You were doing the right thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to go see her, see them again. And, and um, well, I went a year later when my son turned a year old. And, and he, uh, and she, at that point is when the, she was about three months into the weirdness at that point. Okay. And she only wanted to be intimate with me once during the two and a half weeks that I was there to see, see them. And my son turned a year old. And the whole time I was there, she had a babysitter there with me while I was playing with and watching with my kid while she was off at work. And she'd be gone for you know, long periods of time. And I think, okay, she's a nurse. You know, that's just the job. Um, and, like, I couldn't walk down the street without this babysitter following me. And I didn't understand all that exactly. They're like, oh, it's just our culture. It's our culture. we got the babysitter do everything. Yeah. Um, As a man or a woman, the babysitter? It was a woman. Woman, was a okay. Woman. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I went back to America and was waiting for her visa to get done. And her visa was approved. Uh, a few months later, it was approved. And then she, in 2013, it was approved. But then she didn't, she was like, oh, I want to wait till after my mom's birthday, etc." And she already wasn't talking to me at that point, strangely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, her visa was approved when she was pregnant for our, our second kid, the one who I thought was my kid, okay. because of the one night she was willing to be intimate. Right. In January. Right. And did the timing add up for the, when you were intimate to when the child was born? Like the birthday? If he was born a week early, it would have worked. Right. I was pretty, like, oh, he was just born a week early. I mean, I was born a week late. My brother was born a week early. It yeah, yeah, it, that, that stuff happens, yeah. My kid, you're like, oh, he's just born a week early. Probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Um, but she didn't come when her visa, you know, uh, was approved. And she delayed coming and coming until it was getting to the point that it expired. And then she just, I'm not coming. She so let the whole thing expire? She let the visa expire, yeah. It took two years from basically when we submitted it to where she let it expired. Um, or it was approved and then expired, and then she didn't want to come. Uh, and she didn't come to the country, and it expired. And then I tried to renew the visa, so I paid more money to renew the visa. This was after the second kid was born. I wasn't able to be there when the second kid was born, but my dad went like a month later and he was able to see him. And he's like, yeah, it looks like your kid. He's, he's half white. <laughs> okay. Are you sure he's mine? He's born within the time frame. He's half white. Like, he's got to be mine. Like, who, who else would he be? Right. Um, and then uh, when the visa, she wouldn't, uh, she wouldn't go to the interviews about half a year later when it came time to do the interviews for the visa renewal process, she wouldn't go. She just wouldn't go to the interview. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't talking to me at that and point. And you're barely talking to all. her. And what? You're barely talking to her at this point. I would send her messages and emails. I love you, you know, about every day, every week. I talked to my son through Skype and she wouldn't like, uh, like her, her mother would set the, the, the computer up so I could see my son in Skype when he was a little baby. 
Um, but she wouldn't appear on the camera. She would just hide off to the side and give no explanation for any of it and not reply to the emails for and, months at a time. Were you ever chalking this up as a cultural thing? Or did like did you kind of have in your kind you know, back of your mind like, oh, this is probably not good? Uh, it started out as um uh, okay, I can I can buy the cultural thing. I don't quite know your culture that well, but it, it became pretty clear there was something just strange and weird going on. And she's just like, I just don't love you, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I went in May of 2014 when my the son that is my son was about a year and what four months old, and then I was able to see our second son for the first time, and he was about eight months old. Uh, and I was holding on, like, he reminded me of my own brother. It's like, this guy, he looks like me, definitely. He looks like a relative of mine, at least, you know. And my, yeah. my brother wasn't going there, either, so he's not my brother. Okay. <laughs> um, and I spent a few days there, and I just tried to talk with this lady and get her to, you know, my wife to talk to me at the time, and she just refused. Um, she had already stolen my son's, U.S. passport the moment it was approved from the embassy and I had got it. I had filed the stuff to get my son a report of birth abroad and get his uh, passport for him. Went to the embassy. The moment I walked out the door, she ripped it right out of my hand and then hit it and wouldn't give it back. Like, fine, I'll trust you with it. You know, I'll, I'll give you this, but this makes no sense what the heck you just did there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so... After I, I make no progress at all, getting anything resolved in May of 2014, so this was after a year and a half, over a year and a half of her not wanting to talk to me or communicate, you know, as a husband and a wife would, or even parents taking care of their kids would. Um, and I had continued to send support money to take care of them up to that point. And at that point, I had given her a lump sum and say, I'm going to change jobs. I'm going to go be a truck driver at this point see if I can make more money to afford to come here more often, seeing how you ain't coming here with them. And she was just, and what, you were like, why wouldn't you come to America? And she's just like, I don't want to. It's just, either no response. This yeah, lady just, yeah. she's super tight-lipped, or she, she makes a little fib or a little lie or some little excuse. So I'm, I'm focusing on being a nurse or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, so um, the weird stuff starts after this. Okay. After May, I came back to the U.S. and back to work. I'm preparing to change my job from working at a nursing home to doing truck driving stuff. And I get a phone call from a dude. Guy sounds very well-spoken, definitely black, black American, more of an intellectual kind of black African-American kind of guy. Okay, okay. Yeah. And he called me up to tell me that the second kid isn't my kid. And who's say it? who he is. He called me from a private number or is this unknown number. Yeah, he just says, not your kid. Um, and, yeah, he claims to be uh, Jim Thompson with the U.S. Embassy, and I'm investigating your wife. I realized it was a load of crap. Okay. Uh, he was probably her ex-boyfriend, or boyfriend at the time, because a friend of hers' husband had met the guy the February prior. Okay. Meaning prior to the time I came at that time, she was already dating this black dude. Yeah, yeah. Who was somehow going there. So, that, so, no this guy, that- so this guy was the father of the second child? No. Or no, he's not? No, but... He's telling me that the guy who's the father of the second child's name is Christopher Nielsen. Oh, he was a doctor okay. from Canada. Oh, okay, from Canada. That's the Canada element. Okay, and so get to, because you yeah. said something about a hitman. What was the hitman element? 
Oh, well, that's a bit later into the story. Oh, okay. We don't have so, a crazy amount of time here, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Well, there's three years I didn't go back to see my kid because of the stupid, stupid stuff she was doing, and I don't know if she was going to call a hitman, because that's how they do things there. Okay. Um, so in 2017, I, I'm finally able to afford to come back to see my kids after I sleep in a tent all, all summer long, so I don't have to pay rent, so I could afford to come see my kids. Oh, I was doing a different job up in northern Michigan at that point in time. Okay. Um, and then they didn't want to let me see them very much except during the day, and they'd watch me like hawks when I was with them regardless of where I was. Um, I didn't have enough money for a lawyer. I, I talked to a lawyer, and I tried to negotiate things with her with a lawyer at that point, and she brought her lawyer, who I'm sure she was paying with my child support money, which they implemented back in 2016, despite her not being in the country, the kid not being in the country, the Philippines not being a signatory of the Hague Treaty, and then having absolutely no jurisdiction over her or the kid, or any way to ensure that the support money is accountably used. The judge in Michigan decided, because you were active duty military at the time, I have I can make a choice if I want to hit you with support money or not. Yeah. And so she stuck with support money. Okay. Um, so in 2019, oh, late 2018 going into 2019, I finally had enough money to pay a lawyer to go after her for adultery, which in the Philippines is a felony offense. Adultery it's in the Philippines a is a felony? <laughs> Yes, but okay. well, it wasn't America still up until the 1960s or 70s, but oh, okay. it typically wasn't pursued as an avenue to go after someone. Like, judges usually wouldn't entertain the case, even though it was a felony offense still on the record. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So, continue. It was until 1950 also, but it typically wasn't something that, you know, was culturally acceptable anymore, so they didn't do it. Okay, okay. So, uh, go on. The cases. But I was going to go forward with taking the actions to go after her because I had got DNA tests for the second kid and I had them apostiled by, um, or I had them certified. You go through a process to verify a document's real from another country, so it's a legal document in the country you're in, so you can right, use right. it in court. Yeah, law. yeah. Okay, so get, get to the, 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 the hitman part, though. How does the hitman come into all of this? Okay, well, well late, so December 28, 2018, I was going to go take my son on an overnight vacation, which I had never got to do at that point except once before with her relatives. I was going to take him by myself, you know, somewhere on an overnight vacation. Um, <clears throat> and then she kidnapped the kids. Okay. So while I was there for two months to spend time with my kids, and I wasn't even keeping him overnight. I'd see him a few hours a day when they're not in school, basically, and that was it. Um, she decided to just disappear with the kids one morning and she was gone for 10 days. I was served papers claiming that I threatened her. You know, a bunch of made up death threats and harassment stuff is what she cooked up on this <laughs> barangay protection order, which is like a local, like if you could go to your township and get a protection order against someone, that's kind of what a barangay is. Okay. How the yeah, yeah. We only got two more minutes here, Charlie. So we got to wrap this up. Okay. Well, <clears throat> So she kidnapped the kids and then I and then put a restraining order on me so I couldn't even go near the house to go see my kids if she did bring them back. And at that point, I was so frustrated with the process because I had been trying to use the legal process at that point to take her to court. I, I had my lawyer send her a letter, like, we need to talk in court, etc. And then she decides to kidnap him once she gets that letter. Um, <clears throat> at, at that point, I was so frustrated with it I, and I had been offered this before by a few different 
you know, wealthier Filipinos, like, do you need me to get someone to take care of this issue for you? You know, hint, hint. Yeah. Because that's how they do things there. I had a friend go down to this very shady area of town. He found this guy. He brought this guy to my my condo or the little apartment I was renting. This guy walked in the room and the room got colder. The guy had like, you could, it was a vibe to this guy. And the guy was like twitchy and his eyes were back and forth and he looked really paranoid. And the wind was blowing. I was rattling the door on my deck and this guy was getting all jumpy. Like, is there somebody out there? Like he was really afraid. Yeah. So like you could tell this guy killed people and these things haunted this guy. And this vibe was just so dark. It was like, mm, maybe I can just pay you to get some photos of this lady. If you can find and kill people, I'm sure you could get some photos. Okay. Uh, and he's like, okay. Uh, and then months later, he, he gets in contact with me, claims he has photos. My friend goes to meet him to get the photos. I wasn't in the country still. Guy had no photos to give. And then my friend got robbed by some other people. Okay. Um, and then you and just bailed. Just, and then at this point, you just kind of. I just said, I, I, I'm, I'm done with this stuff. This is just a bad decision. Or yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Probably a wise decision to not have your baby mama. Uh, killed by a hitman financially because it only costs a few hundred dollars in the philippines to do this kind of crap or if you want a decent hitman you pay him a thousand dollars a thousand me a lot more money in the long run yeah yeah, yeah. so from an economic perspective this would have been a good deal yes but a moral lifelong kind of perspective yeah you don't want to kill your you don't want to do that yeah 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 exactly Okay, Charlie, I'm sorry. I got to let you go. But so you, you see the kids now, right? You get to, you, you see the kids now? That's where you just were? You were in the Philippines? I was able to get a uh, an order out of the court. It was a bull crap you know, or, uh, settlement I got or agreement, compromise yeah. agreement we called. When I'm in the Philippines, I have full custody of my kids. Oh, okay. She still shows up and tries to make trouble sometimes. Oh, okay. And the court seems to let her get away with it. She's a low-value female, it sounds to like. try to get something to deal with it yeah sounds like she's a low value female yeah and i'm, a, I'm a high value male you are a high, high value, value male especially for not having your baby mama killed and for still seeing your kids man you're you, you seem like a pretty nice guy um i appreciate you calling in uh and finally getting back to us um because it's been we, we've been wondering about that and the whole hitman thing really piqued my interest i guess it would have been more of a payoff had you had her killed but it is better that you did not have her killed anyways thanks for calling in charlie uh, i appreciate you take care all right take care bye Okay, that was Charlie, guys. Sorry about that. I didn't know that was going to take so long. Uh, luckily, we got a longer episode here tonight. It was, I, I thought it was going to get better. I mean, there was the hitman involved um, there, so that's good. Uh, I mean, I will say this, guys. Guys, you got to be very careful about who you impregnate. And this is, you know, comes back to the whole abortion thing. Where is abortion good? I don't know. I don't know if you could tell Charlie, Charlie, you could go back in time and uh, do an abortion there. Was that is that the move? And I think we didn't even get to it because it was just too long of a story. But I think, you know, the other kid was, uh, I guess, well, I guess he said it was this doctor's uh, whatever. Uh, this from Canada or whatever the fuck was the uh, I, I don't know. Um, anyways, I feel bad for him, though. One, he sounds way older than 33. I could not believe he's 33 years old. I thought he was 70. I thought, no offense if you're listening, Charlie, I thought you were much older. Um, 
you're doing the right thing. I will say you're doing the right thing. You are being a bit of a doormat, but you know, these are his kids. He's it's uh it's just it's it's kind of low value. I feel bad. I feel bad for Charlie. Anyways, you know what? Because that took so long, I'm not even gonna fucking read emails at this point. We're not even doing emails. We are just doing what we do. The phone lines are open. It's the abortion extravaganza. Phone lines are open. Anybody wants to call, uh, please call. What are your thoughts on Charlie? Your thoughts on abortions? Uh, your thoughts on Charlie getting an abortion? Uh, whatever you want, call in. All right, we got a caller. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Is this the abortion extravaganza? It is the abortion extravaganza, and it is our regular caller, the hard money troll. How are you doing, buddy? Not bad. A lot better than that Matt St. Combe out there. Yeah, I'm coming for you, Matt. Okay. Better watch I, I don't think he's I don't think he's watching right now. Or and, he, and that's not like a like a I'm gonna have you whacked in the Philippines kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what are your stance got- on abortion? What's the hard money troll stance on a- abortion? So I used to be pro life, but then my chick got pregnant and it turns out or, uh, sorry, pro choice, and then my chick got pregnant, and it turns out I'm pro life. Oh, okay. Didn't, you know, uh, didn't did, have did, it in me. Did she want to abort it? Uh, we both, you know. So, uh, so you're there's a hard money baby troll. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. guys were kind of thinking about aborting it. It was like on the table. Well, it it wasn't an expected thing, right? You know, they so really we were both kind of freaked out. But you know, we we took it extreme ownership of our responsibilities that's and, good uh, david goggin style or whatever yeah and uh we you know we uh i mean i haven't read the book but i know of it yeah i know yeah. enough about it to drop a reference on an obscure podcast right um <laughs> but uh yeah you know i don't know if anybody's ever really ready you know like if it was our choice of of having a kid when we were ready we mm-hmm. probably never would yeah um but you know uh took the plunge fucking and how how, how old is your child he is four. Oh, okay cool and and yeah you, are yeah, you glad I, I that you I didn't, didn't abort your son yeah and i i hope i'm not misgendering him right now uh, really, that's you never his, know it's his choice you, you never know? know you never know yeah um, but uh yeah you know i think you know the this whole conversation it's so interesting to me because I feel like people have to, they feel like they have to pick one or the other and that there isn't a middle ground to it. Well, it's a nuanced Uh, thing. It's interesting because in the poll right now, we have 72% of people against abortion. But again, I didn't allow for any nuance. So there might be some people who are like, I'm against, but... Or, or you have an idiot like me that actually clicked the wrong one, and I'm oh. like, oh, I can't take it back. <laughs> yeah, you can't take it back. Um, but you know, fucking people are crazy about this. It and, is a uh, real. It's a real. Just one of those big issues. And I, I mean, honestly, I don't know if this is going to be a good thing for the Democrats because there's an election coming up, and you know, it might, it, it might kind of. I like. I don't know if it'll be good. You know, maybe a lot of Republicans are going to come out and vote more. But I mean, you can't have more people voting in the last election. It seems like everybody voted. Oh no! Is this gonna hurt Biden's chances for re-election? I have no idea. He probably shouldn't oh, be allowed no. to be re-elected. Um, but but uh, it's nice to be able to define a woman again, isn't it? It is. It is nice to be able to find a woman. <laughs> uh, yeah. And the the my body my choice thing with the vaccine that was that's kind of uh, forcing people to get vaccines, and then now people are like, "Oh, your body, your choice, huh?" <laughs> yeah. What about me doing fucking crack cocaine? Huh? Crack, crack. Can I do some crack cocaine? You cannot. Um, oh well, it's my body, my choice. That's true. Yeah, I guess that is true. I feel like this is a bit of a hypocritical country we live in. Or, uh, I mean, I like, mean yeah. everywhere is everywhere is a hypocritical country. Uh, well, 
Canada, Canada, yeah. It's, they all you are. Guys, There's no such thing as a country that's not hypocritical. They all have their, they all have their fucking, you know, their issues. Everywhere has their issues. You, you guys, uh, you guys are a bunch of hoosers up there. And we are. I live in New York the, City. Yeah, yeah, I know I'm, that. But I'm and from. Of course, Canada. I know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and uh, you know, I, just to throw it out there, I didn't know anything about you before the Hard Money podcast. Right. So. You can blame the Hard Money podcast for me con- uh, continually stalking you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, I have an anecdotal yeah, story. Yes, so yes. Tell your story because I want to. I want to get to some calls here. Yeah, 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 yeah. That last caller took up a long time. Yeah, but, yeah. That was. Know, I again. You, I apologize for that. I was hoping that we. But again, you know, people call in. Yeah. You don't know how long the story is going to be, and he left such a good. Like people know who listen. Charlie, we were trying to get a hold of him. But so, anyways, let's get your anecdote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember Charlie from Vietnam. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so I used to know. A hippie chick who knew a hippie chick that purposely got herself pregnant just so she could have the the embryo and like plant a tree with the embryo like and i mean i didn't even know they let you take those home with you what but <laughs> like she had a baby no she had she got pregnant yeah purposely got pregnant just to have the abortion and i don't know what you fuck off to. Yeah, she dude, got I'm... pregnant on purpose just with the express intent of having an abortion. So she could plant a tree with it. Is that how she thinks babies are born? No, I think that's how she thinks trees are made. What a fucking idiot. But yeah, I know they let you even bring that home with you. But yeah, you know, I think the thing that's lost here is that like, you Someone know. Someone else said they know a chick who did that. Oh, really? Really? Maybe Jay it's the Daniel. Same chick. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Fucking hippies. Hippies dude. are, yeah, I know. I know a lot of these people. The, the worst. But, uh, yeah, fucking, uh, uh, I, don't know, I got fucking lost there. But, yeah, I mean, people fucking taking ownership for their actions. Because at the end of the day, you know, the, the, the argument usually comes down to, well, it was this many weeks. It, you know, they're not feeling or, capable of understanding pain kind of thing and it's yeah like, well, i mean sometimes are, it is about... just a clump of cells there is a point yeah, where totally. it's legitimately just a clump of cells there's no heartbeat or anything my thing is and i all... never understood where you go how does someone get to 25 weeks and they go you know what i've been i just i've been kind of on the fence and i'm gonna i'm gonna do an abortion now <laughs> no really... you know how women are and how yeah they yeah we do all right cool thanks buddy Thanks for coming right, take in. Take care, man. All right. That was a hard bunch of Yeah. I mean, uh, that is one of those things where I go like, how do you not know 20 weeks, 30 weeks? Uh, I, you know, I guess you always hear that story where someone goes, yeah, I like, I didn't know I was pregnant. I didn't know. And then you're like, if you don't know, then fucking still your fault. Hello. Hey, thanks for calling. Low value mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, is this uh, Danny? This is Danny. Who am I speaking with? Uh, this is Extra Raisins in the chat. Extra Hi. Raisins. What's up, dude? How you doing, man? Hey, I'm surprised I made it through. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for calling. Yeah, no problem. Where, where I, are you calling uh, from? I am actually calling from Colorado right Co- now. Colorado. Okay, so that'll be... Uh, Colorado is... What's a Colorado? A blue state? Uh, yeah, uh, it's um, it's a swing state. I it's actually just moved here a few months ago. What, uh, what's the abortion laws there? Do you know? I think actually I've been hearing that they do like uh, all the way up to uh, like uh, post birth. Like one just happened that was. What do you uh, mean post birth? Not not post birth. Okay, <laughs> uh, there was one that happened what that was like thirty two weeks. That yeah, thirty two weeks. 
Yeah, yeah, that's weeks. a lot, ladies. Ladies, yeah. thirty-two <laughs> weeks is you're really you're turning me into fucking Jerry Falwell when you're like, yeah, we need to have thirty-two. I'm like, I'm pretty yeah. chill. I'm for abortions. Thirty-two <laughs> weeks. Well, so apparently she thought she was only at like uh, 28 weeks pregnant, but then they did like an ultrasound before they did it. Uh, 28 weeks is still high, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, what the um, fuck? <laughs> yeah, I and, you know, I for a long time, my opinion was, you know, uh, certain circumstances, you know, like with rape or like with uh, incest situations. It, yeah. Um, I was like, you know, maybe abortions then should be okay. And, um, then like, I heard an argument recently that, um, it was the idea that why is the value of a person's life less based on the, their conception? Why is their value on their conception less than any other type? Like you're saying if they were a product of incest. Like, for example, exactly. like, like, why is the value of a human less? I mean, again, that is just because their mother was raped. Right. And and in terms of like, a, again, you know, it goes back to the whole thing where women are like, well, I shouldn't have to, you know, why do I have to carry this baby? Like, I'll give the other side of the argument where some of them is like, I don't want to have it's like it's a pretty traumatic thing. And I don't want to continue this trauma by being forced to have yeah. this child. So, yeah. but again, and then now, you know, this might be my ignorance, but if you're raped, uh, now incest will be a different thing, but if you're raped, why are you waiting that long? Like, is that not, well, yeah, like well, if you, if, if a rapist like, it, like comes inside of you, are you not instantly going to do a plan B? Like, I mean, I guess yeah, I, I'm not a woman, you know, I'm not a woman. I, I understand. I'm not a woman. I'm not trying to be like, uh, yeah. mansplaining. How the ladies don't like, but wouldn't you think that would be kind of on your list of priorities or is it well, just yeah, like too uh, traumatic? Like, but it seems like even if you go, that's too traumatic for me to do. Isn't more traumatic to do nothing? At least like go get checked like before it develops, right? Like go see if it was conceived. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I brought this up with my wife too and she would, she was like, yeah, if I was raped, I wouldn't want to carry the baby. And I, I get that. And that's why I've been in this um, kind of a moral cognitive dis- dissonance lately because of it, because of that opinion. I was like, man, that's that's hard. You know, that's a hard position. I, I <laughs> like, mean, I absolutely. Like but I don't like people being raped either and having to carry this. Uh, yeah, that that seems like you're kind of. Uh, it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like you're kind of adding insult to injury there. Exactly. And it's I mean, I said, I don't know if you heard it at the beginning, but my friend was this like he was literally the product of his mother being raped by some stranger. Oh, yeah. 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 So, you know, it's. It's like, I don't know. It's such a rough subject. I, I, yeah, for I sure. It's, 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 I mean, again, it is a rough subject, but it's obviously like, you know, the top of mind now for everybody because it's going to be <laughs> a huge topic for the next, uh, oh, next while. half a year or two months at least. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, several months minimum and potentially for, you know, many years to come. I mean, it's not like it wasn't a topic before this, but now it's obviously well, yeah. very, very, very top of mind. But I, yeah, it, it's, it's a tough decision because, and I would love to hear from, I don't know if there's somebody who's listening or whatever, but like, what is the scenario where someone gets raped and then like, why don't they get an abortion or take plan B right away? 
Exactly. Uh, that's what I, I'd I like wanna, to know. I would like to hear that from somebody, too. I like that we're kicking it back to the states, though. At least that's what the Supreme Court has said they're planning on doing it, is putting the decision on to the states. Well, I've heard I think, the, I think I read today that there's 26 states, so basically half of them, a little more than half, who have yeah. automatic triggers that if Roe versus Wade is repealed, then like they have automatic laws that will become, uh, I believe, like banning abortion in those yeah. states. I, you know, personally, I think that's actually fine because, you know, people have been talking about peaceful divorce for years now or yeah. at least the last couple of years. And I think that's the way we do it. We just give the power back to the states to make these decisions. We take down the federal government a little bit. And uh, if you're not happy with where you live, move somewhere else. Yeah. You know? But I mean, I guess the other side of that argument would be like, you know, there's people who financially cannot do that. And like I said at the yeah. top of the show. It's, you know, the the people who are making the laws, for example, in these red states, if their daughters get pregnant and need an abortion, they're going to fly them over to some adjacent state and get mm. them an abortion because they can afford mm. to. Right. Whereas yeah. uh, constituents or whatever, citizens of that state who cannot afford to because they just don't have those resources or this whatever, is true. are just going to be stuck with these kids. And yeah, well, and, how does know, that benefit these people? I, I don't. Well, yeah. one of the one of the key factors to like, uh, I, I forget where exactly I heard this statistic from, but one of the key factors for like uh, having success in life actually is having kids. So I, you know, I think if these inner. Uh, maybe inner cities impoverished people um are having more children it'll force them to be have more responsibilities although we yeah i don't think that's how that works i don't think if you some give people. Pe yeah some people maybe but i don't think if you're like hey you're like totally destitute down and out here's just like a bunch yeah. of kids this will fucking yeah. this will sort things out for you i don't <laughs> think that's gonna work that way that's just my uh, you know that's just it, my idea here yeah, you, you know, and you're probably right. And, uh, you know, we might also be just expanding the issues with um, with already like uh, health, not health care, but uh, child care, like WIC institutions and stuff like that. We're just going to exacerbate those problems, too. Yeah. It's, it's going to be it, exactly. Somebody just said in the chat, more kids equals more welfare checks. Uh, yeah. So that I think that's a big possibility. Yeah. Again, and the one thing someone said is there's because Canada has a negative birth rate. I believe America has a negative birth rate. And this yeah. will maybe be more of a conspiratorial thing. But mm -hmm. the way like the economy really does work is that, you know, the population has to grow. Like in order yeah. for like an economy to kind of keep plodding along and the value of your home to continue to go up and, you know, we build more roads and houses is there needs to be more people. There cannot yeah. you cannot have declining populations. That is like the worst possible thing for an economy is That's declining population. So this might be just they go. Lady. This might be the fucking puppet masters up at the top being like, "Look, we need more people. We gave you the <laughs> chance to have more people. You didn't do it by yourself. So now we are stepping in uh, so, to so produce more people because they just need the bodies. It doesn't. They don't need to be fucking all doctors and lawyers. They just need to exist. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So. I think uh, I think that might be something. I think we're I think we are going to experience a cultural whiplash in the United States. Uh, and you know, for years we've been uh, you know disincentivizing uh, you know relate like long term relationships, marriages between people, having kids, even with abortion laws. We've been desensitizing that in this country. Yeah. And so maybe we are like making a turn towards uh, you know getting that 
uh, population up. There's only two countries in the world that have a positive population growth rate. If I if I remember this correctly, I believe it's Israel and um, Georgia. Israel and Georgia. Georgia, because they like to fuck in Israel. Those Jews like to fuck. <laughs> I, I think those, it's those are my those are my people. They like to fuck. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know what? I know the, the all like the Orthodox Jews and stuff. They're you yeah, know, but they're, and, uh, they're they're like your traditional super religious anybody where they're just like, yeah. we need more soldiers for our yeah. our religious war, and we just need and bodies. I think uh, I think the people in Georgia are the same way. My um my brother in law is Georgian, and he um. I think he's the same way. I think, uh, or not him specifically, but his family. They're very Orthodox. There, Orthodox Catholic is what I've what I've heard. So I, I think it might have the same same sort of uh, effect. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. So there you go. There you go. All right. <laughs> well, thank, yeah. Anything else yeah. you want to add? Oh uh, no, thanks. Oh, uh, thanks for taking uh, the line. It's fun talking uh, to you. Oh, yeah, thanks for coming. I, I love what you do. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. All right, goodbye. Yeah. So I didn't really think about that from the population angle, but we do need more people, and that is a fact. And maybe it's to the point where they're just like, look, we got to force this shit because you're not doing it yourself. Get out. If you're listening to this, get out there and start fucking. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Danny. Hello. Oh, we lost him. Um,. I don't know if this is some something weird with my phone that happened last week. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, it's hey. Jared. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Is it Jared? Yes. How's it going, Jared? Jared. How, how you doing? Pretty good, man. Good, good. So, where, are you, where are you calling from, Jared? Uh, I am calling from Red State, uh, Blue State. That's all you got to tell me. Uh, unless you're in Canada, your Purple State. Yeah, that's what so. How does abortion laws work in Purple States? Is it? Well, I mean, up until recently, there's been everybody gets abortions because it's federally allowed. Right, right, right. But, but, but I, I guess uh, where would where would a purple state fall in the event I of Roe v. Wade? Uh, this state has a red state legislature, so they'll probably head towards some abortion restrictions. But it's probably not going to be like Texas, where it's like there's, there's a huge evangelical population. Right, right, right. Yeah. I used to be like full pro-choice, you know, whatever. Let the women like we need to abort more babies. We got too many people. Like, do you have any kids? No. Okay. Uh, How old are you? But I, I became uh, I became pro-life from a secular position, actually. Okay. Like because uh, I think the like the main arguments for abortion is like the most. Uh, sound argument would be like a bodily autonomy, right? Right. Would you agree with that? Yeah, of course. So, That's the kind of baseline. You go, look, it's a woman has to deal with it. And, you know, like lots of women, right. it's like, because a lot of women are like, yeah, it's women's choices. But then there's tons of women who are obviously like anti-abortion, it, 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 you know, so. Yeah, but yeah, so it's bodily autonomy. The women in America are against abortion. Yeah, so. exactly. 50, probably right down the middle. But yeah, so bodily autonomy. But... Then you have to think like, okay, so then you have to answer the question, when does the life begin? Because you have to account for the bodily autonomy of the child mm -hmm. or whether or not it actually is a child. Right. And and what, what do you think that is, a heartbeat? Well, that's the thing. There's like, that is how I became pro-life is because there is no established definition of when life begins, right? Um, Are you so pro-life that you would be against plan B? No. Okay. Like, 
And and also like at that point, it, it's completely unenforceable anyway, right? Yeah. But but I'm at the point where it's like if you can't, you cannot define where life actually begins scientifically. Uh, you have the extreme like pro-abortion people saying like you're not actually alive until you come out, mm-hmm. which is obviously ridiculous because yeah. you can do a C-section whenever you want. Yeah, for, I mean, long. there's there's no shortage of stories right. of someone who was born incredibly premature who just has a normal life. And then you have like the hardcore like Catholic position of like using condoms as killing babies, right? Yeah. Where uh, that's not true. So I, I just think uh, if you got to have a doctor, you know, stick some kind of suction vacuum in and suck out a little fetus, I think, uh, you know, it's probably morally wrong. Sure. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And scientifically, you're. you're what, now, I mean, what? Now, what is your opinion in the in the instance of a rape, uh, a, a baby via a rape, or like so, I guess an incest is the other one. That is, that is a tough one. Right. I, That's I, the I thing. Would... Everybody wants to be like this is such a black and white issue, and it's really yeah. not. But yeah, I think yeah, the problem I... is people are like, well, I'm willing to give, uh, like some leeway for these edge cases but then people kind of be like well then i just want to do my thing you know i just want my abortion of convenience even though you're allowing the edge cases and then they're like well no we didn't want that for that so if you're going to take advantage of of us saying we're willing to allow that then we're just gonna be like no abortions at all all right well that's the other thing with the right things i mean the woman can just say she was raped right uh, yeah, yeah. Well, but uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like if you prove you were raped, right? Like if you go full kind of dystopian where it's completely illegal, other than the scenario, and then you would say, "Hey, well, if they really want it, then they'll just say that that's what happened, and to right. get get their abortion." So, like, if we could know, like, yeah, that'd be a great way to ex- have an exception. But I don't know. I think like. I mean, fundamentally, it's not going to be that big of a deal because people can just go to the next state over and get an abortion. Assuming right. they, they are able to, yes. Yes. And I mean, again, that I mean, is what's going I to mean, happen. There are some it's people... A who, bu- it's a $50 Greyhound bus ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know what? You kind of... Uh, yes, but... And then you have to pay for the abortion in the state. Do you not have to pay for the abortion as well? Well, you have to do that right now anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess... I don't know. Like... You know, I, 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 I know people say, you know, there's scenarios where I'm sure if you're like a 16 year old girl, like you might legitimately yeah. not be able to do that. Like you might not have be able to like sneak out of your state and, you know, not sure. tell your family and you might not have 50 bucks. Like, you know, I've been fucking 16 before. Like there were certainly periods where I had no money right. at all. Like little, you know, but I, I spent all so my abortion money on one- drugs. One one thing uh, I saw recommended, I think it was by Alito himself, was uh, the what do they call it, the uh, baby Moses idea or something. It was like baby Moses policy or something. Which is where what? like uh, a woman can give up their baby uh, after birth with like no repercussions at all. Yeah, yeah, no we were talking about that last night on Tim Pool, where uh, you know you can every firehouse has a policy where you can just drop off a baby at a firehouse. Like they actually, that is a thing where I guess, I didn't know that, yeah. but I guess you can just drop one off and they'll, they'll make sure that the baby finds a home. And I mean, again, I, I think maybe we need to come at this from a, a I don't want to be like too overly cynical here, but like, you know, you could sell a baby for like a hundred grand. Like well, why, why don't we let people sell their babies? If hear me out. Okay. What well, if we I'm let you go, look, that is, that have, the baby, baby, have the baby, have the baby. 
but you can sell the baby because that's I think what we don't allow right now. And I guess you might, you know there might be unintended consequences here, but maybe if you allow selling your baby just in the open market, maybe that might you're, maybe that might solve the the abortion. You're doing right your ancestors proud right now. What's that? <laughs> you're doing your ancestors proud right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that too. I go, people are going to be like, yeah, this is a very Jewish answer. But, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to spitball here. I'm trying to think of a, right. an, a, a solution where everybody wins here, you know? And I mean, you're talking about people who are oftentimes very financially disadvantaged yeah. and they think, I'm like, I can't afford this baby. But what if this baby's actually a fucking check? But then I guess then we're going to have people just cranking out babies and then. But but again, from the population issue, if you need more a higher population, then let the market decide. You could have a conservative argument where if you have all these women not able to get abortions, their baby daddies will be forced to stick around or pay child support. Eventually, they'll get tired of paying child support and they'll stick around. And then you have the forced nuclear family that the right ones. Yeah. I mean, this is a tough one. This this thing is very this is yeah. a tricky one. Um Okay. All, right, all right. Well, th- thank you. Want to mention one thing? Yes, yes, please. Yeah, is dude that Ian guy was a little nutty. Yeah, I mean, I, they, I know, they got. A, I mean, they got a nice little whack pack crew there, where they, they you know, yeah. everybody kind of adds a little, has a little angle. That they yeah, I know. I don't want to like bad mouth anyway, like ruin your you know connections. But like, no, I, I like Ian. He's just he's he, he, Ian's like kind of more of like a bit of a he's more of like a hippie. Um, he's like a hardcore libertarian. I think. Yeah, yeah, he is. But he's like kind of like he's just like yeah. He's a, he's a bit uh, he's a, he's a bit out a there. Bit out but I mean, so Seamus, they all are. Like they're gonna send they're gonna send the military to round up women getting abortions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. But um, that really yeah, yeah, it was funny though. Anyways, cool. Thanks for calling, in, Jerry. Appreciate it. All right, all right, bye. See you all right. If there's any women watching, by the way, I know this is mostly men, but if there's any women, I'd like to hear from the ladies. Uh, that would be great to hear from the ladies. Uh, if you can call in, would be great. Okay. All right. We got another call. Thank you for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, this is Miles. How's it going, Miles? Uh, where are you calling from? Hey. Red state, blue state? Hey, per- this is a red state. We're in Texas, baby. Uh, okay. So, all right. So, we have uh, we have, we have uh, a different... A take on things. This is from Texas. Where do you know what's so? What's going on with that? The current abortion law that they placed that they did with the six weeks or whatever. Yeah, so I actually, yeah, I was actually an intern for the uh, most conservative senator in Texas during the last session. Really? So okay. What? Yeah. So what they passed was a heartbeat bill. So basically, you have until six weeks to decide if you are going to get an abortion but if they detect a heartbeat then you're 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 not able to okay and and what the heartbeat generally comes within six weeks yeah so six weeks there is typically pulses um uh there's typically a heartbeat so if that that's kind of like a sign of life okay right so that's kind of the first step um you know, I believe life begins at conception, but until I guess you get there, you have to start somewhere. Right. Okay. So you believe personally that life begins right at conception? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely believe that. Um, I so I was I was a mistake. I was not supposed to uh, happen. My younger sister, my mom's adopted, my aunt's adopted, my grandpa's adopted. Um, 
So that's, that's kind of a big deal to me that people are focusing on other ops versus outright aboard their, you know, kids. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, it's crazy. That you have so many members of your family that have been adopted. Um, and you were a mistake. Was your, uh, mother young or just, or just was not planned. I no, just not planned. Um, I have an older sister who's a half sister from, uh, my mom's other marriage. And then I, my dad just never planned on having kids. He was kind of in his late, late thirties, early forties. And then had my younger sister and I, um, but you know, we, we re- my mom reconnected with her biological mom. She had her at 19 at, um, in college. No one knows about her and her family. So it's like a, it's like a real tricky thing where we have this relationship with her. However, her biological mom and her biological siblings don't even, you know, know about us. Oh, okay. You know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, she, she gave us life. She gave my mom life. However, um, when, you know, we're not even connected to, to her, her family, really. Right. Oh, no. And do you have any desire to be at this point? Or is it just more of a, just a, of kind of like an interest thing because you obviously share, uh, like, DNA? Like, yeah, are you trying you know, to be part of a family? or? I, I don't... Yeah, so, you know, my, I don't have any family on my dad's side. Um, I think la- last time we saw my grandpa was at at my birth and he was asking for he had like 20 grand a debt or something. He was asking my dad for money. So yeah, it's definitely nice to be able to reconnect or, you know, with someone, you know, biologically related to you, but that's kind of her decision. But, you know, the big thing at the end of the day is, you know, she, she made a decision. She, you know, kind of made a bad one, you know, had premarital sex was a, you know, college kid, but are you religious? My family. Are you a fairly religious person? yeah, I'm somewhat religious, non-denominational. Um, do you go to, I think, I think do you go to church now? Is, is that, uh, yeah, I, I, I semi-regularly okay. go to church. Okay. Um, but, I mean, we're, working at the Capitol, I mean, I've seen people, you know, super pro-abortion. I mean, people came up in uh, witch outfits and were burning incense, you know, tr- for, for this pro-abortion stance. I think any time you really look at the kind of spiritual aspect of abortion. It always comes with this weird murderous, weird, you know, sacrificial intention where you have, you know, the Spartans killing their kids. You have the Aztecs, Egyptians with Moses, you know, all these big societal abortion things. It seems that it's a big push to only hurt people, never to, you know, uh, you know, there's no reconciliation. It's, it's, it's someone's life is kind of end at the end of the day. Yeah. What do you think? What do you, what, do, what is your position on the death penalty? I, Te- Texas I has the death penalty, death penalty, correct? Yeah, we have, we have the death penalty. I support the death penalty. So you support the death penalty. So you're not, thing. so I'm just saying kind of from like, so you're fine. Uh, with the state killing somebody, as long as it's obviously, for something they did. So you're not like, you're not like the human life is, uh, needs to be preserved at all costs, no matter what. I, I think innocent human life, 100%. innocent human life. Okay. And it, and it's a human life. And I think when it comes to the death penalty, um, I, I do think some people do forfeit their, their right to life. I think you're, you can be such a dane danger to other people. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I think you have to set standards. But well, couldn't I, you theoretically just forfeit your your right to participate in society? Like, if you're such a danger, I mean, there's there's people who are the most dangerous people in the world who live in states that don't have the death penalty and they're just locked in a cage. Right. You know what? And, and, and that works too. I think it depends on what kind of standard you want to set. How, you know, how do you treat such gruesome crimes? Um, that, that, I mean, that's more something people's legislators should look at, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and it, and it comes from like an old, you know, old Testament thing. But um, with with the death penalty, I, I think it's real different because it is someone who is being judged on their actions versus you have a child who either through rape or incest, which is really small, it's point one percent. Yeah, it's, I, I realize that. Are, are right? you? W- would you be okay with the? Are you against the rape and incest as well? No, no abortions for rape and, or incest. Yeah, I, I I am against it, and I, I heard you bring up earlier. You had a friend who. Yeah, he was like one of my best one of my best friends, was, and I I didn't find out until after yeah. he had killed himself that someone was like, yeah, like I I didn't know that. I oh, only knew his I, I only knew man. his adopted family. And they're a very sweet family, but I didn't know until after he killed himself that, like, yeah, his biological father raped his biological mother, and then she put him up for adoption, and he was in jail. Wow. Yeah. Um, um, my condolences. I, I just think that we we have, you know, in order to preserve human life, make sure that everyone is bound equally to the laws that we apply to each other and make sure that we can keep our rights uh i think i think we have to even protect babies who are born from this horrible uh circumstance that didn't have a say you know they're innocent you're you know your your friend didn't have any any fault right yeah yeah. there's absolutely no fault of his own and And, you know and you know even though he he uh is is gone now i still am like you know I'm, i'm still if i had the option of I mean, this is not even like this is obviously purely theoretical and kind of not, I don't know, selfish, but like if I had the option of never having met him because he got aborted and not have to live through that or, you know, having his whatever period of life, I still would prefer him to be alive, I guess, if that makes sense for as long as he, he was and have known him versus not, right. not to have known him. Um, now I have a question. If Texas, obviously this would not happen. But if Texas were to go like full, just backwards land and they go, all abortions are legal up until 20 weeks, would you ever consider moving from Texas because of that? Or that's not like that, that like much of a deal breaker for you? Because I hear a lot of people go like, I won't live in a state that uh, bans abortion, for example, like people who are living in red states, you know, like I'm thinking of moving because of this. Would you consider going the other way? Well, well. I don't. I don't think I'd ever live in a blue state. Just, just no, no. Just I would say. I would say uh, this hypothetical but, was like if Texas guess, went blue, I, and then would you move to a different yeah, redder so, state? So that that's hard because that's that's that wouldn't be indicative of me, right? That's I didn't I didn't make those changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a lot of family that lives in Texas. Um, I I probably would say maybe probably no. Um, I don't think that's indicative of me or or my, or my decision. No, no, no. Like I don't think I would uh, ever. Would I, would uh, I would leave. actually move to a state that kind of had that? Probably not. Yeah, interesting. All right, cool. Th- thank you for calling in, Miles. I, I appreciate it.
thank you so much. I, I, I love what you do. I listen to you and Ryan Long all the time, and Tim Pool's a, a big fan of mine, so I saw you on there. That, that made my day. That oh, sick. amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. God bless you. All right. Take care. All right. That was Miles. Um, again, any ladies listening? I know this is mostly guys, but if there are any ladies, please, uh, please give me a call. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Danny, it's America Floats in Michigan. How are America, you? How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thanks. Did for you just call in rec- uh, and got hung up? Yeah, on? I was the one that got bumped for some uh, reason. You got bumped. Yeah, it just hung up. I don't know. I had a couple on the Patreon episode last week. Uh, for whatever reason, there's like three people just like hung up. But I, I don't know what, what it was. I don't know if it's my provider or what. But anyways, hello, America Floats. And you're calling from, sorry, where? Uh, Michigan. Michigan, which is blue state, right? That's what they're saying. Okay, so uh, abortions, should this happen, uh, you'll still be able to get your abortions. No. So that's actually why I wanted mm, to tell you. Michigan is one of these states where we had a, an abortion ban in 1931. So right now we have a nearly complete ban on abortion in the state if Roe v. Wade is repealed. Really? So, and so actually, they have one of the, the trigger? Today, yeah, the, the, there's a click on Detroit article where our governor, Whitmer, has a, quote, decent shot at challenging Michigan's 1931 abortion ban, says the ex-U.S. Attorney General. So she's pushing hard this past week before this leak even happened to try to you know, ratify and codify through the legislation in Michigan the right to abortion here in the state. Huh, interesting. And so do people go to Canada if, to get abortions? Is that something that's on the table? Can you do that I there? Don't like, know. Like, can you go to I Windsor? Don't... I don't honestly know. I don't. I mean, thankfully, I don't know anyone who's traveling across state or national lines to do that. I, yeah. I don't know. Frankly. And so, what's what is your position on abortions? Well, I mean, I, I'm pro. Uh, I I would like to see that people would have the ability as. So did you say pro life? It's literally like cut out in that exact word. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, see, the, that's the tech on you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pro life for sure. Okay. And there is a religious backing to that, but also just a practical backing to that. And what's the practical backing to it? I don't think that our constitution allows for um, anyone to decide that another person's life or another life at all, um, if it is legally innocent and not, you know, uh, a court order as a guilty, you know, death sentenced person. Um, I, I think that there's no reason that our constitution or that our legal system would allow for someone to just kill another person. Like is, we already is have the death penalty in the constitution somewhere. Uh, I apologize for my ignorance. I'm Canadian, but oh um, no, no, no! I, I'm right there with you. I'm yeah, American. Yeah. I don't believe that there is a death penalty outlined in the Constitution, but you have the right to life, the right to pursuit of happiness. Those are actually enumerated in the Declaration of Independence. A lot oh. of people think they're in the Bill of Rights. Yeah. Um, but no, there's no there's no death penalty outlined in the Constitution that I'm aware of. Yeah, and the death penalty is a state by state issue, right? That's not obviously because the death it, penalty is legal in America but the states get to decide. Right. Because of the separation of powers from the national and the state level, if it's not already explicitly enumerated in the constitution, then it goes to the states. So gotcha. the states should have the right to choose between abortion or not, just like they have the right now to choose between death penalty. And, and, and you're fine with uh, the states deciding for abortions. I mean, yeah. You would prefer that there just would be none at all, I guess is what it sounds like. Yeah, I think the the correct and legal way to do it is to have the states determine it and then to have those states and the people and the activists within, within those states make valid arguments and have their state vote. Yeah. And do you are you like point of conception like the previous caller? Are, are you are you like heartbeat? 
I feel like everybody's different on this. Like, are you, are you like, how strict are you? Are you no plan B? Like where do you fall, fall on that, uh, on that scale, I guess. Uh, I, I mean, frankly, I think that the, the life begins at conception and that's, uh, what the Catholics and, you know, St. Thomas Aquinas refer to as the quickening. Yep. Um, a sperm by itself won't live an egg by itself or an ova won't live on its own. But when you combine those two, that is the miracle of life being conceived. And that is what I believe as a religious and again, and as a practical point, um, without any intervention, that life will begin to become a full on life and eventually will live outside and on its own. And I don't think that someone should have the selfish reason to just say, ah, well, that's going to affect my life right now for the next nine or 10 months or however long. And so I'm just going to do away with it. And I understand the point of, you know, you'd ask the previous caller, what about cases of assault? And I also don't know that you'd ever find a person who is either the, you know, the product of an assault like that, you know, rape baby. And I don't think you'd ever find a woman who raises a child, either of those two individuals regretting that they were born or regretting that they raised a child. And I, I also would, I, mean, I understand you have the, the personal story there with your friend and I'm sorry to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I also know a couple people who have had, uh, have been assaulted and one of those people became pregnant. And she miscarried at six months, but she was determined to carry that baby to term and put it up for adoption. And really, yeah. And she was so much more blessed after that. Like you just watched her life go from, you know, being someone who would find themselves a victim to now being full of grace, full of hope. And then when this happened, this tragedy in her life uh, to be at peace with it. Like, I don't see any of these people protesting for abortion rights at peace with themselves. Yeah. Interesting. That's yeah. You don't hear that a lot. I mean, I it sounds from it that she's probably a, a, a religious a religious person, so she must obviously have that to lean on and kind of um, inform her in that sense. Because yeah, you think most people would go the opposite way, but I guess she kind of. I mean, not to be light here, but like she kind of really was like making uh, turning lemons into lemonade where she's like, you know what? This is like the worst possible thing. And then I'm going to try and have something good of this. And it still went bad. But even still, she just, I guess, was determined to not let it be a crazy negative thing in her life. Yeah, well, and I, and just to add to that, she actually isn't a very religious person. Oh, she's not, not brought up in a religious. No, not brought up in a religious household. Um, father was on and off drugs and not in the home. Mom was working all the time just to make ends meet. So like, she didn't have the, re- you know, the, the firm traditional upbringing that I would have had. And she definitely did not go the same way I did in early part of adulthood. But man, is she, you know, working now? And it, I, I got to think of like, you know, God deals you hard tragedies in your life and gives you some suffering. Um, and that is to see God's love for you because you're not going to die on a cross or die in any other way that that he wouldn't have you do. Um, and maybe this is sounding too preachy, Danny. I apologize. Yeah, but, it's, but okay. That, it's, just... it's okay. I mean, I like hearing the, you know, the, the, uh, the range of opinions on this. Like I'm not a religious person at all, but I mean, I, I'm interested in hearing what people think about it. I mean, that's kind of the point of the show. Uh, you know. it does seem to me like when you watch these clips from some of these, uh, people protesting outside the court building today and last night, you can see, well, it doesn't look like they would have any no belief in a higher power they believe they themselves are a creator they believe they themselves get to determine life and death and i think that that is a pretty godless way of living so whether or not you even agree with religion i mean they're definitely not religious i mean that that i think is fairly cut and dry they're generally they're not religious people uh the religious people are the ones who are opposing them generally i mean it seems like a lot of times the counter protesters are always the religious ones 
You, I don't know if there's a lot of counter protesters. There might be people who don't agree with abortion who are not religious, but they're not going to protest. It's generally the pro the counter protesters are pretty, it seems, always religious. And yeah, and I can agree with you. The people who are protesting who are for abortion, they're not. Yeah, they would not be religious. Yeah, well, I guess I, I'll, I'll leave you with this thought, and I appreciate you taking the call. Yeah, um, thank you for calling. If there are if there are any people who are considering, you know, whether or not they even have an opinion on this, I would just I would hope that everyone would pump the brakes a bit before they determine without knowing, because we constantly talk about settled science. Hillary Clinton today says this is 50 years of settled law, and there's no such thing as settled law. There's no such thing as settled science. Everything evolves, and where there's hope, where there's life, there's hope. So I have to think. If uh, if we have hope at all for the country, it'll start here with fixing, you know, our respect for life. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. America floats, everybody. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, buddy. Bye. All right. Uh, again, I know there's not a lot of women listening, but if there are, I'd love to hear a uh, a woman. My friend Corinne Fisher. She has a show uh, on uh, Gas Digital. She did tonight, and I was listening to it before I called in. And, uh, it's called Without a Country, and it was all women calling in. So this is literally the opposite of it. Uh, hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, Danny, it's Henry from Indiana. How's it going, Henry? Good, man. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. So uh, Indiana is red state. Yeah, it's a red state. Okay. So, and what's uh, what's the abortion situation there? Um pretty strict i think but i wanted to ask your opinion yes. on uh financial abortions okay <laughs> uh my wallet my choice yeah so to speak okay different you think angle the democrats could get some guys to come over to their side if they had such a bill in place what do you mean by financial abortions uh so like the girl would have to tell the guy as soon as she finds out and then he has maybe like 30 days to decide if he wants to financially support the kid or not yeah and so, then he wouldn't be on the hook if he says i'm out like he, he she basically says look i'm pregnant uh I, uh -huh. I just found out i'm pregnant and then now the clock's ticking 30 days and so what if he says and what she's wanting to have an abortion or no um basically this would be him like not being re responsible but she also wouldn't be able to collect child support because he's like letting her know in advance. He's letting her know in advance that what he doesn't want the child. Yeah. So basically, and what just can't... forcing her to? Uh, yeah, I don't think that'll work. Because I mean, there's so many scenarios where, I mean, there was there was a pretty famous story of uh, Paul George, who plays for he uh -huh. played for Indiana Pacers, uh, yeah. <laughs> famously, and he knocked up a stripper. I believe it was Paul George, and he offered her a million dollars cash to have an abortion, and she's like, nope. No, thank you. Uh, this baby's worth way more money than that to me for 18 years. Uh, so, but you're just basically, it's almost like a poison pill scenario or whatever, or, or not poison, like shotgun claws where you're like, hey, you have to, I don't want this baby. So if you want to keep it, go for it. But you're on the hook financially. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, that, <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> it's interesting. Theoretically, I don't think that'll fly. I mean, no especially the way family court law and stuff is, is uh, structured. As far as I understand, it seems like the opposite of that. I mean, guys would love that. I'm sure every guy would be voting for that shit all day. Oh yeah. 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 But also, I don't see I was, any, uh, I don't see any women. Uh, definitely not. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think so. I wonder how this debate would change if guys had like oral birth control like women do. Like I, you could I, just take I, a pill and then can't get her pregnant. I feel like they've been talking about that for a few years now saying, hey, like we have uh, there's a pill for men coming. And again, I, I think guys would take it. I think if you're a guy and you're worried about it, worried about something like this. But again, like I think the kid thing seems like less of a concern for men because, you know, even though it is your responsibility, like it's less of your responsibility really at the end of the day. Like a guy can really like, you know, there's way more stories of guys just bailing on kids than there are of women bailing on kids just because it's just a different thing. So I wonder what the uh, implications would be for the economy if men had access to a pill. That's terrible. The implications would be very bad for the economy. This would, you think the government would try to shut that pill down? Fuck yes, they would. They would. That, that is so bad. Again, like I said earlier. Like this whole Ponzi scheme we call uh, society and an economy is predicated on constant population growth. The growth, oh, yeah. the population has to grow. Like, like imagine just like how many you know uh, homes and apartments there are, just like you know dwellings in this country. Imagine if just like the population starts shrinking and there's just all these empty places. Like, what do you do? Tear them down? Like. Like the whole point know, is man. like, you know, you see cranes everywhere. The whole point is that there's more people coming in. They need to build more shit. And all these people are working to do that. And, you know, we're, we're kind of just slowly grinding in a forward. But, you know, you kind of start shrinking the population. Then it's bad news. Yeah, I think they would probably have the CIA take the scientists out if they were close to developing such a pill. I mean, from from what I understand, I I, I mean, I've read about it. I think this pill exists. Uh, I just don't think it's on the market, but uh, there there must be a close to ready to go version of it. There must. Yeah, maybe. I heard they had this uh, stuff you can inject into your balls that basically prevents the sperm from getting through. Yeah, they've been working on for a while. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I'm sure all this shit exists. Um, cool. Thank you for calling in. Uh, anything else you want to add? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Thanks. See you, man. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I mean, the uh, male contraception. They're talking about that a lot. Not condoms, obviously, but uh, a pill. Guys will take it. I mean, maybe that'll be the next pill. The next poll that I'll set up. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Oh, we lost them. See, I don't know if that's fucking... Oh, no, we got another one. Hello, thanks for calling... Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Danny, what's going on, man? Oh, what's up, Chad? How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. How you doing? I'm excellent. Yeah, man. I know I know. we normally talk, but, you know, my girl's been listening, and I know you've been waiting on a female. Yes, Danny. yes, put her on. Yeah, here you go, man. Hello. <laughs> Hi. How are you doing, Miss Chad? I'm good. How are you? What, what is your name? Uh, Mrs. Chad, I Ms. guess. Miss Ch Chad. Miss Chad. Okay. So, uh, what are you? Wh where do you guys? You guys live in Georgia? Uh, no. Uh, in Maryland. What's that? Maryland. 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 Oh, okay. I was just there yesterday. I was driving, or today oh. even. I was driving through Maryland. Um, okay. Yeah, that's what I was listening to NPR, and it was all chicks. And, and it was a Maryland NPR. Um, okay, so what are your what are the laws about abortions in Maryland? First off, do you know? Oh, he can answer. He can give you those answers right there. Yeah, so. he can. Chad, you dog knowing all the abortion laws. I definitely 
cannot actually. Chad does not know. Okay. Is uh, Maryland is a blue state, right? It's certainly a blue state. Okay. So so you could get so you could probably get abortions unless you guys are in like a weird Michigan situation like the previous caller was saying. Okay. Put put Miss Chad back on. Okay. (laughs) Back. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So what? You're the first uh, woman to call in. Um, what what are your thoughts on on all this? I'm sorry, I keep I keep turning down the volume. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> um, I it's. Are you well? It's, I it's, guess let's start this here. Are you f- in favor of abortion or are you against abortion? I don't really have an opinion. I'd say because I used to be, I used to be against abortion. Okay. Uh, um, Hello? Oh, we lost Miss Chad. Miss Chad, come back. I thought she was really having a dramatic pause. Where are you guys? Do you think there's some sort of conspiracy right now where we lost? We lost Miss Chad. Miss Chad, come back. I don't know what's going on. We lost Miss Chad, everybody. It's It's not hung up, though. I see it's still saying it's still just on the phone, but we lost Miss Chad. And because they called me from an unknown number, can't even call Miss Chad back. Okay. Well, Miss Chad, call. I hung up. Miss Chad, please call back. Uh, if you can, we want to talk to Miss Chad. Rip Miss Chad F. Uh, the phone lines are open, everybody. If you'd like to call. Uh, all right. We got another caller. Hopefully, a woman. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hello? 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 Hi, thank you for calling. Who am I speaking with? It sounds like a woman. It's two people, actually. It's Even... me and my husband. Oh, okay, that's fine. Hey, I don't want to talk. Yo, what's up? I don't want to talk to your husband. We need some female opinions today. <laughs> Um, who am I? Who am I speaking with? What are, what are both of your names? Um, I'm a little offended that you don't want to talk to me. But I, I'll like, talk to you. I'll talk to both of you. I'll talk to both of you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but so, who am I speaking with here? So yeah, my name is Nat. Hi, Nat. My How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. So, Nat, you're calling from where? Uh, we're out of South Florida. South Florida. Okay, so I th- imagine that's not a uh, big abortion place. Uh, uh, I imagine Florida's not a big abortion state. I was just in South Florida. I was in uh, North Miami. Lovely, lovely place. Honestly, I don't know why more people don't live down there. Um, no, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so what are, you, what are your thoughts on all of this? So, yeah, I mean, I think I like the idea of states' rights. Okay. I think it should be states' rights. I don't... I don't think it should be a federal thing. I think, you know, people can vote locally for what they like and don't like. Okay. And are you in favor of abortion? Are you against abortion uh, in between? I'm kind of in between. I think it depends. I don't think you should have abortion until like nine months, but um, up to like six months, I think. I mean, six weeks, I think it's okay. So, yeah. So you're kind of like me. I'm like, you know. I'm, I'm, you're not totally against them. You're, you're fine with them. And so, uh, do you have any children? I, uh, I have two kids. Two kids. Okay. So, you obviously did not abort either of them, or if you <laughs> tried to, it was a failed abortions for both of them. 
No, no, no failed abortions. No failed abortions. Very, very happily have uh, have our kids. That's good. And so, so in Florida, uh, what what's kind of like? What are people uh, people you know down there thinking about this? I guess it's still pretty new. It's only been twenty four hours, but what how what are they talking about like on the news and stuff in Florida? Is this kind of a positive thing there, or is it just they're very much like look, let the states decide. If you don't like it here, go somewhere else. The big thing in Florida now is like make America Florida. We're all pretty down with just being allowed to do whatever we want to do. Yeah, Flor- that's yeah. Florida is very much that's the vibe in Florida is just like look, just don't fucking just leave us alone. We want to do what we want to do. If you don't like it, go somewhere else where they'll tell you what to do. Yeah, exactly. We we got it right here. Yeah, you know. Um. Cool. And so and and so you uh. So yeah, so I guess people are just like whatever. It's and and do you know what the laws for abortions are? I, I imagine it's hard to get abortions there. In Florida, I actually don't know. No, I've never. Passed, uh, they just passed an abortion ban, but it's like wait, it's sixteen weeks. Sixteen. Right, that's, that's oh, okay. Weird. So you can get an abortion up until sixteen weeks in Florida. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm a guy on the phone, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, that seems kind of like uh, lenient for Florida. I would have, I would have imagined they would have been a little stricter in Florida. But I guess they're because they're a bit of the laissez-faire, do whatever you want. They're also like, you know what? If you want an abortion, get one in reason. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay. Any, anything else you wanted to add? Uh, I mean, you kind of got an abortion thing going on, so. Do your thing, man. Good to talk to you. Cool. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right. That was. Uh, I'm. I'm just looking up uh, Florida abortion law right now. Um. All right. We got another call. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, this is Morgan from Connecticut. Hello, Morgan from Connecticut. How are you doing? Doing very well. I'm uh, coming in at the tail end, so I'm not sure what's already been covered. But I'm happy uh, we're to just take kind of, you know what? Uh, honestly, I don't. Fuck, did it again. I don't know what's going on. My fucking shit keeps getting. Oh, although I think this is Miss Chad. Is this Miss Chad? Uh, no, this oh, is yeah. Eric. Oh, how's it going, Eric? How you doing, man? Sorry, I thought this was because it was an unknown number. Uh, where are you calling from, Eric? I'm calling from St. Louis. St. Louis, Missouri. Okay, uh, that's a red state, Missouri. Correct. Yes. Okay. So, what, what is? Would you know what the abortion situation is there? Uh, no, I don't. I got two kids. Uh, abortion wasn't really relevant to me. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, what do you think about all of all of this stuff? Well, you know, a lot of people say that life begins at conception. Yeah. I disagree. Okay. I believe I believe life began in my balls. So you think you think every time you bust a nut and throw out that Kleenex, that's just you're committing a fucking genocide, basically? As dark as it can be, yeah. How do you reconcile that in your life? Are you just like a no-fap guy where you only just bust one nut for just the purpose of reproduction and you potentially kill your partner just with the pressure that's been building up? Well, you know, I mean, if the pressure builds up, I'm going to bust a nut in my sleep and I had nothing to do about that. Oh, so as long as you didn't do that, then you're fine. You know, for the most part, I stick with my life. Yeah. I just think it's... I hope for the most part. What I think is the most fucked up thing about the whole situation, though... Yeah. ...is that the mother can just decide to have an abortion... 
Yeah. If the man wants to keep that child, shouldn't he be allowed to raise it? Well, I I understand that's certainly an argument uh, that that many people make. Where because I'm sure it's happened many times. I'm sure hundreds of thousands or millions of times or whatever. Where the guy's like, "Yeah, let's keep it," and she's like, "No, I don't want it." But she has the burden of you know potentially of having that kid and you know women die in childbirth and all sorts of shit happens and so at the end of the day as i'm you know things in life are not fair always and this is one of those things where you go look it's just like it is at the end of the day it's her call yes it's his dna that was required but it Hmm. it is her decision to make but see the fucked up thing is that if you put the shoe on the other foot if the mom wants to keep the baby but the father doesn't, the father's still required to pay for eighteen years. Uh yes, I'm I'm very well aware. Yeah, it is yeah. Uh, it is one of those things where you go I mean, I, I like to say this, but when people talk about, you know, fairness, fairness is a concept. It's not a thing that's real. Right? Like it is one of the foundational concepts that our country exists on now. Abs- absolutely. Should. And you know, you try it's it's a good like North Star, something good to, you know, aim for but it's not mm-hmm. you know it's not like we don't live in a utopia it's everybody's people and you know there's just these are kind of laws of nature but i do know what you're saying yeah like absolutely if, if someone was you saying know, earlier I mean, where the guy should be say look i don't want the kid within 30 days you know, and if the woman says well i want to keep the kid then he's off the hook for child support which seems yeah. reasonable i don't believe i th- i agree with child support to a certain degree yeah but in the sake of that fairness, I don't see why if I if a man can be inconvenienced for eighteen years, why can't a woman be inconvenienced for nine months? True. I guess there it's a different type of inconvenience. I, I guess that's uh, you know, it, it comes well, back to this, it comes back to like a financial versus a uh, bodily autonomy thing. It would really be great though if because you know we always kind of. Is in uh, financial autonomy. We have to work for our money, so sure, financial autonomy is sure, body autonomy. Sure, and yes, and men might do dangerous jobs in order to get the money to support the child. So I, I totally understand. We make like it's at least ninety percent of work-related deaths are men. Yeah, if if not more. Uh, so I, I agree with you. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where everybody wants to kind of chop this up into this super just a simplistic argument but there's just there's so much going on here because yeah you make a good point in that in that yeah what if the guy has to you know risk his life to pay for this child for 18 years versus a woman for nine months it's fair Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um i i yeah go ahead i kind of want to apologize you're a comedian and i have not been funny no, that's fine. This is not okay. the, the Low Valley Mail is not really a particularly comedy based show. I mean, we you know we have we have jokes sometimes, but it's not uh, it's not totally the purpose. It's more like a, a just like a radio talk show. You know, sometimes we get funny, yeah. but yeah. Um, but cool. All right, I appreciate you calling. In. Thank you very much. Thank you. Take you have a great day. Yeah. But so good point made there uh, in terms of you know yeah what if a guy has to work a d- potentially dangerous job to pay for the child for eighteen years. Versus the nine months of a woman. I just know, too, there's so many women who probably will watch us after the fact. We're like, fuck this guy. No women are calling us. Just a bunch of dudes talking about our bodies. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, this is Morgan from Connecticut again. Hey, hey Morgan. Sorry. Cut off. I don't know what's going on. Sometimes I just people get cut off. I don't know what's going on, though. Um, okay. So you're in Connecticut. What's uh, Connecticut? Blue State? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty blue. Yeah. Uh, abortions? Do you know what's going on? Um, I know people aren't happy. Uh, let me do a quick Google search, but I imagine it's pretty lenient. Yeah, Actually, yeah. the governor just uh, kind of enshrined it into the state to give it a lot of protection. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was just, we were talking to someone in Florida, and it looks like you can get uh, an abortion in Florida. I can't, I can't figure out the exact uh, exact amount, but yeah, 15 weeks. You can Women can have an abortion in Florida uh, after, even after 15 weeks if a doctor determines... Uh, that their health is at risk, but you can have up to 15 weeks. Oh, oh wow! Not a bill banning in the state. Yeah, after yeah, you can have up to 15 weeks. So you would think that's not very Florida of them, but uh, just because they're a red state. But I guess they're kind of like the cool, cool red state. So what what do you think about all this abortion stuff? You know, I think it's interesting. There's uh, points to be made on both sides. I'm pro life. Do you have kids? I'm looking at. I'm looking at Connecticut right now. Apparently, they just expanded uh, what type of, types of professionals can provide the abortion service. And okay. It shields uh, residents coming from anti-abortion states. Right. So coming the, in. So it's becoming like an abortion. Can I give me like an abortion tourism kind of spot? Right. Right. And do you have any kids? Uh, no kids. No kids. Do you want kids? I do. Uh, I'm actually in medical school right now, and we're just being careful with our timing. Right. Right. Okay. So that's smart. You just kind of want to. You don't want to fuck up your life, uh, which is which is fair enough. So so what are your thoughts on the? Um, on the fact that like the federal ban, what are you thinking about that? Um, I'm kind of in the camp of it kind of belongs to the States to decide. So you're so, fi- and you're fine. Would you consider moving from where you live? If, if, if it went too far one way, uh, you know, I would feel more comfortable uh, living in a state that kind of conformed to my values. Right. But uh, which is, I mean, I, that's, I kind that's very of the... challenging. I don't think that's a very challenging position to take just to go where you're accepted and kind of standing in an echo chamber. The whole no. Time. And that's kind of the beauty of America that, you know, I don't, it's very unique to America that I, I don't really know if any country in the world has where, you know, it really is like, I don't want to say 50 different countries here, but it's legitimately like 20 different countries here. Oh yeah. Like that's like, you know, I'm from Canada and Canada, you have like, well, there was a couple places that are kind of conservative and then everywhere else is just like the same with like slightly different weather. Right. But not even that different. Like, you know, it's like if Canada might be two different countries, three max. Wow. Um, you know, I did have, I did have a question. How yeah. do you feel about the way this came out? Cause this was a leak, right? Yeah. Well, I don't like, I was on uh Tim pool's show last night and in the, you know, we were talking about some bullshit and they have like this big TV up with their, you know, and he's just like, holy shit. Like, cause I wasn't even paying attention. We were talking about something, whatever. And then he's like, holy shit. They just like banned. I don't know. Th- there must be some, whoever leaked it, there must be some sort of strategic angle. There's an election coming up. Uh, but, I, don't, I don't know and- if it's, but the interesting thing is, and I have no idea. Some people are saying, oh, it was someone on the right who leaked it. Someone's like, and people are like, it was someone on the left who leaked it. So I, I don't really know. I, I I guess we have to wait to find out what the angle is. It seems like it could be beneficial or not be beneficial. I, I don't really know. Yeah. Well, you know, um, regardless of how people feel, like maybe this will drive people to the polls and the voice of the people gets heard, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, don't, I, I feel like there can't be a higher turnout than the last election. That seems I feel like that's peak turnout in terms of population. But yeah, uh, a, a lot of people will definitely this is such a this. I want to say this in guns are like must be two of the biggest issues. This guns and taxes must be probably the three biggest issues in the country. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Am I missing one? I feel um, like the, the guns, taxes, 
Oh, you know, censorship. I think everybody's kind of talking about that. What should be and shouldn't be. Yeah, but that's not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if that's really. That seems to be more of a state issue. Yeah, I think federally, I think think people vote with their feelings. And if they feel like their team has a point, they're just going to go red or blue for supporting, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting one. I mean, the timing of it is certainly, uh, certainly interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, cool. Th- thank you for anything else you want to add? No, thanks for taking my call. Great talking to you. Big thank fan. You. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for calling. All right, bye. bye. All right. Um, hopefully we get Miss Chad back. We get Miss Chad back. Uh, we're going to go a little later today, for sure. We're going to go a little later on the, the show because uh, I'm not doing the Patreon episode. And if you're listening tomorrow, you want to join the Patreon, patreon.com slash mail, and we're doing an episode tomorrow at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Hello, thanks for calling <clears throat> Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Danny, this is Chad. Oh, what's up, Chad, man? How you doing, man? We lost Miss Chad. I was bummed about this. God damn it! I don't know what's going on. It just it hangs up. I, I don't I don't know what to do. And then, you know what it is? Every time it hangs up, is that there's an unknown caller afterwards. So I guess unknown callers are are kicking out callers. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Thank you for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Yo, it's Jesse from sunny San Diego, California. How is it going, Jesse? I have a, uh, there's something weird going on where every time someone calls from an unknown number, it kicks out the previous person for some reason. Oh, uh, weird. Yeah, but anyways, uh, how is it going? So you're from California. That's definitely abortion yeah. city. Abortion central. Yeah. So you're, you're like a comedian of sorts. I am a comedian of sorts. I, yeah. Correct. What do you think about Nate, Nate Bargatze? Hilarious. He is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's the best clean, he was, best clean comedian in the world. Yeah. Nominated for an Emmy. Dude cracks me up. Oh, he's, he's so funny, but he is legitimately the best, best, uh, best clean comedian in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the world. Is that what you want to talk about? We, we got, we got a big de- <clears throat> yeah, abortion. Yeah. Yeah. Abortion. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's uh, he's great. Uh, I think he's very funny. What do you think about cool. him? Uh, I listen to him on my. I commute like forty five minutes every day. Listen to him on our drive home from work. So I can like re-listen to his bits. <clears throat> he talks about arguing with his wife. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like you know, we all argue with our wives. For those of us that have wives. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, what do you think about the abortion thing? I know not you didn't want to talk about that, but that is the topic. That's uh, I know you want to talk uh, about so comedy, I'm, but I'm pro-choice. I'm pro-choice. pro-choice. Yeah, I you imagine there's not a lot of yeah. pro-life people in California, or at least they're a they're a minority there. <coughs> well, I live near like the Orange County area, which oh, okay. is kind of a red. Yeah, it's, it's pretty red. red. I was, we were there recently. Yeah. yeah, it was actually I didn't realize how red it was. Yeah, it's kind of red there, and then I grew up in the Central Valley, and it's kind of red there. Oh, okay. But the majority of the state is blue. Like, uh, if that makes sense, like, yeah, yeah, percentage-wise. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I, I'm blue. My parents are blue, you know. Oh, okay. My wife's coming around. <laughs> she's coming around. Oh, okay. She's, oh, she's a bit of a, a, a Republican. She thought she was. She thought she was. Interesting. But then, like, she would, she would, like, talk about her things, and it was like, well, that's not really a Republican standpoint. I yeah, think she yeah. just like picked a side. You yeah, know? she just picked a side, and then you go, "You don't even really know what's." Yeah, but then when she was talking about like her all her 
you know, things and opinions. It was like, well, that's not Republican. Yeah, she, she just kind of liked the idea of being a Republican, and then before, exactly, and you yeah. have to be like, you're not really a Republican. Yeah, yeah. Was well, like, she's like no. a libertarian, maybe. Uh, no, no, she's that's bizarre. She's just a wife. In my world, that's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it yeah. sounds like you got some kids there. Yeah, I do. Yeah, how many kids do you have? Uh, I have three daughters. Three daughters. Okay, so yeah. and and but you're totally pro-choice. Uh, yeah, I mean, having, does I mean, there, having children there's, there's change lots, your mind about that at consider. all? There's lots to consider. I mean, like, what about, uh, cases of like rape or incest? Of or course. I mean, like that's, that, you know? the, yeah. that, that's kind of what we've been kind of getting down to all, all, all evening is that's kind of the, that, that's what people would say, you know, they go, Hey, it's not so cut and dry. I don't even know if we've made yeah. any sort of progress on this, to be honest. I don't know if. I've I've heard. I think the progress we we made was Roe v. Wade, right? I mean, that was the progress. No, I I just mean in terms of like talking about this tonight, because you know these are it's just kind of a lot of the same points come up where they go stuff like this. You go, what about this? What about this? And yeah, and everybody's like, yeah, that is. But then you know there are people. We've had people call in <clears> and they go, look, and it's just like it's from conception and someone called in a caller from michigan and, and yeah it's point point counterpoint kind of but someone called in from michigan he goes i knew a girl she was raped and she was pregnant and she kind of just made a point that she was going to have the kid and give the kid up for adoption and she had a miscarriage and he, she still kind of says it was the best one of the better things that ever happened to her so i don't know yeah i so i, I listen to this i'm like an npr listener you know and I is npr all women where you listen What's that? Is NPR only women on the radio where you're listening? Because I was listening to NPR in the car today. I never no, listened to NPR. No, it's not. It was in Maryland, no, and it was like I, I was like it was weird. It got to the point where I go like, did you guys ban men from your radio station? No, there's Steve Inskeep. There's okay. I don't know. I can name like a bunch of different. Okay, guys, so it must just be. Anyway. It must have been just like a timing thing. I just caught a local, local local thing. thing yeah, maybe. local NPR yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but I was listening to NPR. And there was a story about a woman who was raped and then she had, uh, you know, a pregnancy as, as, as a result. Right. Like, which is like threading the needle really, if you think about it. Yeah. But she, uh, aborted her baby and she was just glad because she was so, uh, relieved to not have to, I don't know, have that hanging over her head yeah, of course her life. it's like yeah. you just had this crazy trauma and then you're gonna add mm -hmm. this element where you're like gonna carry this baby that would, i imagine would consistent constantly just remind you of right said and, trauma and, and, and maybe then, like resent the baby you know like yeah like what if the, the baby kid? looks like your attacker right you exactly know? yeah it's crazy and she it was it was like her like spoken voice you know what i mean like telling the story mm -hmm. so i don't know that it, it was like it was, I don't know, sort of like influential on me or, or yeah, you know, yeah. however you want to put it. You know, I was like, I was like, yeah, I kind of get, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I, mean I, I can't really relate. Absolutely. I, I sort of understand. You know? yeah, I mean, if I put myself in her shoes, the only thing I would say is if someone's like in that scenario and then they go, I, I was on the fence for 25 weeks. And then at 25 right. weeks, I decided I don't want it. And you're like, why are you waiting 25 <clears throat> weeks? But that probably doesn't really happen that much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. These scenarios like you and I can't relate. No, I can't. You know? And I'm and, not and I'm not trying that's to relate. That's why Yeah. That's exactly why I'm 
pro-choice. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know, I mean, like, I am too. But I'm just like, I'm not Your like, opinion don't really matter because you're not going through it. I'm it, not going it, through it. Exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm just like, yeah, I don't think you should be able to have an abortion at 30 weeks or something crazy. Oh, you know? well, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you shouldn't have waited so long. Well, that's what I'm saying. But people, there are people who say, yeah. well, it doesn't matter if you waited so long. It's my body. I don't want an abortion now. And you're like, why did you fucking wait so long? I, I don't even care about that. Like, yeah. Like, you know, like, to to be honest with you, it's it's sort of like, you know, if, if at the last second, because there's a lot of like mental processing to do. Do you get what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a, a tough one. I mean, that's kind of where I fall on it. It's 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 really not my business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, I understand. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting hearing yeah. that for someone with three kids. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. All right, man. All right. Bye. All right. Hopefully, we can get some of the callers who got kicked out calling back. I apologize. I don't know what the fuck. Caprica dinner. Haha. <laughs> Funny Naomi. Um. All right. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Oh, hello, it's Robert. Hey, Robert, how you doing, man? Doing, doing pretty good. Where how are you, you calling from? I'm good. I'm good. Fucking Christ! All right, I'm gonna get this fixed for next week because, and another unknown caller. I don't know what's going on, guys. I, I'm gonna get this fixed because there's something going on. I don't know what's happening. Something's fucked up. <laughs> hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Downey, we hoping the third time. Dude, here we go, dude. I'm sorry, man, but you're now the unknown caller, so I don't know. Okay, so we'll see, because I don't know what's been happening. But someone calls in, and then it hangs up because of an unknown caller calling in, and I have call waiting disabled. So there should not. Someone said turn off your call waiting. I did turn off my call waiting. There is no call waiting. So man, we all know it's a conspiracy because on the first show I called, I told you about the Titanic conspiracy. Yeah, dude, they they're trying to silence you, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, put put Miss Chad back on. All right, here you go. All right, back at it. Hi, Miss Chad. Sorry about that. I I don't know. There's something wrong with my phone. I'm I'm gonna get it sorted out. I hear the. Uh... Some of the issues uh, on other um, calls that he listens in on, so it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just people uh, for some reason just get get kicked off when an unknown caller called. But then this time you're the unknown caller. Okay, so uh, sorry. So you live in Maryland. Refresh, yeah. refresh me where we left off. Uh, okay, I had to type out what I was saying because I was a little frazzled the first time. Okay. So now yeah, yeah. Concise. Okay, so um, I used to be pro-choice because my opinion was people who can't do what a woman can shouldn't have an opinion okay which is that's and that's a very common point that people make they go look it's my body like and this is why i'm saying i want to hear from women because oftentimes a guy has an opinion and the women are like who are you to even have an opinion about this it's not you don't have to uh do this so anyways yes continue um but then as i got older i kind of maybe swayed to pro-life at one point because i don't agree with people who abuse having multiple procedures done because I just think that won't be good on your body long term, but I'm no doctor, so I won't get too much into that. Okay. So, and so where do you stand now on it? You say you're, uh, kind of like on the, like, are you on the fence? Are you staunchly pro life, pro choice? Are you pro choice, but with a, like pro life with a kind of qualifier where you're willing to let it slide up until a point or, It did it again. I don't know what's going on here. 
now it's it's doing it again where it just says i don't know what's going on i don't know if they're calling me from like a google voice number or something because it just says i don't know if you can see it, it just says unknown call and i'm still on the call and now we lost them i don't know what's going on guys i'm gonna get this fixed for next week i apologize this is fucking amateur hour right now uh i don't know i don't know oh all right we got another call Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? I can't call them back. Sorry. Uh, it's someone, someone in sorry, the Danny. Reggie. Hey, what's up, Reggie? Myself. Sorry, someone in the call and the comments saying I should call them back, and I can't call, call them back. back. Yes, I can't because now, they're calling me from uh, unknown numbers. So I don't. There's not a number for me to call them back. If they did call me from a known number, I would call them back. Okay. Well, I hate to take. I don't. Know, I call in enough, dude. You know that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? Um, Chad did call me from a number. I, I, Chad, I'm gonna. Call, if you're watching, I'm gonna call you back because there is a number. Call him back right now, dude. Forget me. Okay, I'm gonna call him back. All right, bye. Okay, bye. Let's see if we can figure this out. Let's see what we got. We're gonna call him back. Um. Hello. hello? Hey, Chad. What's going on, man? Okay, we're gonna try this for a fucking fourth time. I don't know what's going on. I think it's conspiracy because you got your fucking crazy nine uh, Titanic shit. I don't oh, know what's no. going on, but we're gonna try this one more time and uh, finally, sure. everybody's saying justice for Chad. Uh, Giga Chad deserves a callback. Uh, please put Miss Chad back on the phone. We're gonna try this one more time. There you go. All right. All right. Miss Chad, I am sorry again. No, people are saying you need to hire a producer. It's not a producer. It's just, there's something, a glitch with this phone. I don't know what's going on because it, it was just, it was getting to a point and then it just went silent. So I don't know. Okay. okay. So should I start over? Or uh, just where, no, no. Let's let's go from where we left off. So yeah. So where, right. do, where do you stand on this today? Are you pro-life um, or are you pro-choice? Because hmm, it sounds like you kind of, you know, it, it it's like you don't, it doesn't seem seem to know right you're going, um, or not not seem to know but you kind of uh, appreciate both sides of it i guess yeah I, I'm, I'm i definitely say i'm undecided because i think it's, it's a great area because on one side it's like what about um well I'll, I'll say what i wrote down i said uh i am for it in the case of incest and rape because um women who choose to not go through that and crap 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 um basically i'm in the middle yeah you're in the middle like you're yeah for those like edge cases where you're like yeah if you got raped why should you have to carry that baby now do you not to be too personal but do you or are you know i'm sure you have girlfriends do you have any girlfriends who have had abortions uh i i do i do know people who have had it i know people who have been assaulted and have had the child so really it's just yeah it's it's a very heavy thing to to have to decide whether to either get it done or go through the whole experience. And I just think nobody can. It's just, it's, it yeah, you're, you're not going through it yourself. Exactly. Which is again, very fair in, in that sense. So, you know, uh, women who have been assaulted were impregnated and kept the child. Yeah. And they so, current, and that's just their child currently. Well, uh, actually the child didn't make it. Unfortunately. Oh, but, oh. yeah. Okay. But she she did go through with the the uh, pregnancy. Oh, okay. And d- have you ever spoken with her about it? Uh yeah yeah I have and um she she was uh she was underage at the time so okay. and it was on the uh 
a military base. So it was very uh, unfortunate. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah. Um, huh. Military. Yeah, a military man uh, sexually assaulted her, and she was underage. So and she was underage, was, and nothing ever came of it for him. Nope. Uh, she never told her parents. So it was. Just, but she was gonna. What was what was she gonna say when she had a kid? All of a sudden. I mean, she hit it. So by the time they found out, you know, it was already too late and nothing to do about it. That's crazy. Just, I mean, yeah, that's, I guess, another element, too, where there's kids who are legitimately children yeah, who can get pregnant. And then they're probably just like so worried that they're going to get like in trouble, I guess, from their parents. or like, you know what? I'm just going to like keep this to myself to the mm-hmm. point where it gets too late. And then you're like, yeah, now I'm pregnant. And it's kind of like a little on the late side to have an abortion. So what I was saying earlier, I go, I don't understand a scenario where someone would get to 25 weeks and be like, now's the time for an abortion. And now I understand that scenario. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, and, and some women don't even know that they're pregnant. Like some, right. some women, I, I've read a, a lot that um, some women don't even know until they, they still get their periods. They show no signs of pregnancy, no throwing up, no symptoms, no anything. And I think that's one of the scariest things, honestly, to not know that you're pregnant yeah. until it's late. Yeah, I mean that's wasn't there like a TLC show or something? It's like I didn't know I was pregnant or something like that. No, like it's oh my goodness, so many cases, and I just think, I ain't heard of that show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, Chad. some uh, pretty crazy things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know what? That was you had the one thing that actually did change my mind about something tonight, wow. which was the only thing was that I I was saying. I've said it many times. Where I, go, I don't understand why someone would wait, you know, twenty five weeks to make to make the decision to have an abortion. And now I kind of do. And in, mm-hmm. in the instance of you know, uh, you know, a teenager getting sexually assaulted and is probably just like doesn't know what to do, and they just kind right. of panic and they go, you know what, I'll just deal with this later. Mm-hmm. And there's and- you know, they're children, and so yeah, Miss Chad, yeah. Miss Chad for the win. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Anything else you want to add, Chad or Miss um, Chad? Yes. Um, a couple of well, maybe not a couple of things, but when you talked about the selling of the babies, you know, it's a lot of crazy people out here, yeah, right? I, I know. <laughs> I, I was thinking that too, man. I was like, it's a lot of uh, a lot of weirdos. Well, um, you know what? I was kind of thinking out loud at that yeah. point and then as i was saying that i go yeah and then people are gonna be like starting to get into the business of making and selling babies which i'm sure they do in china or some shit like, i'm sure there there's are a countries of, where there's they... a lack of theories around that already for real exactly right and i'm sure they do get into that shit in other countries where you can buy they have like women enslaved and they knock them up and they're just cranking out babies one after another until they can't anymore or they die or something and i was like yeah maybe we'll, maybe that's a bad incentive structure Hold on, let me let me look. It it used to be this uh this this conspiracy lady that I used to listen to, and she claimed that she was a part of the Illuminati. Yeah, and um, essentially she claimed that she was like a groomer or something like that, and she claimed that there was like people out here apparently that sell sell their kids to. I don't know to the Illuminati or some some crazy for like the Adrenochrome and stuff. I I don't know if it was for that, but they I don't know if it's just like I don't know I don't know what it was about for real. But she just claimed that they were doing it, 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I believe that she claimed that. I don't know. Again, whether or not, I don't, when I'm saying like they're doing it, I don't necessarily think it's for nefarious purposes. I think it's for parents who just can't have kids and they want to adopt and, you know, they're just kind of filling this, you know, because everybody who wants to adopt can't necessarily. I think there's more people who want to adopt than there are kids, I think. I could be wrong on that. Uh, or at least for like having like for newborn babies. I know there's lots of like 10 year olds available to adopt, but generally I think parents don't want to adopt a 10 year old. They want a newborn. So. Right. And that's unfortunate because all kids should need a home. It's a lot of older kids that are in the foster care system that are there until they age out that just stay in and out because they can't get a home because everybody wants a baby. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I can't agree with you more. I actually met when I was in for the pandemic, uh, I was in Miami and I, I met a girl who was, that was her exact scenario. It was like both of her parents were like murdered when she was like, I don't know, a, a young yeah. child, but not like super young, but she was like eight or something. And yeah, she was just like in foster care until she was 16. Mm. And then she just, yeah, got out of there. But it seemed like a pretty terrible upbringing. Oh, sorry to cut you off. One more thing. But I will say, like, as far as abortion for the people who, like, you're, 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 you're financially able, you're just having sex all willy-nilly, I'd appreciate if people would be responsible to where you don't have to make that kind of decision to where you either have to have a baby or have an abortion. Just do what you have to do. Absolutely. And again, that, that comes back to people saying like, hey, I'm willing to like people who are, you know, pro life who might be like, you know, what, we're, we're willing to make some concessions for abortion. And then people just start having abortions of convenience because they were, I guess, not responsible. And and then they're like, well, no, I didn't. You know, we weren't we didn't want abortions for that purpose. And then that's when they kind of go, OK, maybe no abortions. So it kind of is this back and forth here. Very much so. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for calling in. I'm sorry about the hassle of the constantly hanging up, but thank you, Chad. And thank you, Mrs. Chad, more importantly. No problem. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Take care. Bye. All right. There we go. That was, uh, that was illuminating if you will, because I, I honestly was like, like I said, I didn't know a good reason why, uh, that would be the case. And, uh, all right. We got, a we got another call. I think this is the call back already. Hello, who am I speaking with? Hey, this is uh, Nat. Nat from before. Hi, Nat. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. I just wanted to clarify. A lot of people are calling kind of on the fence. Yes. I wanted to say that pregnancy is the most beautiful thing that can ever happen to anybody. Okay. It's a life, like, almost immediately. You know, you feel emotions that are not you it's definitely somebody else yeah foods that you don't want to eat um different cravings that you wouldn't normally have so it's definitely a human inside of you it's a soul yeah there's there's something going on there for sure and you feel that it's kind of part of the human experience like that that uh where it's kind of if, if you have the if you are able to carry a child that everybody should do it kind of thing no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is like, it is the most beautiful thing that, I mean, I'm not a man, but that as a woman, a human can experience. But yeah. at the flip side, it's definitely the hardest thing and the most life changing thing you can go through. And do you, and, um, but you don't think obviously that it should be because of that, it, it can be rewarding, but you shouldn't be forced to. 
Yeah, nobody should be forced to carry a pregnancy. Because, um, I mean, I imagine it's difficult. I mean, I imagine the whole process is... I'm sure the Either. process is great, but I imagine it is very difficult and there's a lot of, you know, issues that arise just from doing it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. That, that's. Uh, I mean, that's I, I, I just wanted to put some clarification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think that is, uh, again, I think that's, you know, the pro-choice argument where they go, look, it's like it's, guys, it's easy for a guy to say you have to do it because they don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's also like as beautiful as it is. It's just as hard. Yeah. It's nine months of, you know, not sleeping and eating around the clock and can't move. You can't walk. You're throwing up. It's definitely not easy. And yeah, then you got to the, push it out of you. What's do you know the explanation for why the throwing up? What's the throwing no, up about? I did. I, why do women throw why? up when they're pregnant? I'm not sure, you know, it's, and it's funny too, cause like every pregnancy is different, right? Yeah. Um, or like one pregnancy, you know, meat will make you throw up. The other pregnancy meets fine, but bananas will make you throw up. It's, it's weird. So I really don't know why I, maybe it's cause the soul doesn't like it. The soul you're growing <laughs> is like, nah, fuck bananas. Yeah. Yeah. I hate this shit <laughs> coming up. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling back Nat. Thank you. All right. Bye. Yeah. So there you go. Um, it's uh yeah, hormonal changes. That's what someone's saying. Can't get in because Danny is being doxxed. I'm reading the comments here. All right, we got uh what time is it? It's eleven fifteen. We're gonna go another fifteen minutes. We'll do a two and a half hour show. And then Patreon tomorrow, twelve thirty PM Eastern, still time to sign up. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? My name is Jacob. How's it going, Jacob? Not too bad. How are well, you? I'm good. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm from Colorado. Colorado. Okay, so I think you're the second. I think this is the first time tonight that we've. This is the first repeat state, I believe. I'm originally from Wisconsin, though. Yeah, but I think everybody who's called tonight has been from a different state, so that's kind of cool. Um, okay, so uh, what do you want to talk about, Jacob? You got some uh, some opinions on abortions? Yeah, I do. I mean, I'm I missed the first part of the show. I saw. Okay. I heard Mrs. and Mr. Chad. Yeah, Mrs. So. and Mr. Chad. Yeah, yeah. They we were having. Uh, I, you can kind of say that uh, our calls kept getting aborted, actually, and then we were they they kept getting aborted, and we finally carried them to term. So it's a uh, it's a happy story. It's a happy story. Yeah, yeah. So, so what are your thoughts? Have you uh, do you have any kids? I do not have any kids. Okay, actually, do not you, yet. Not yet. You how old are you? I'm 25. 25. Okay, so you're still pretty young. Have you ever had sure. to get an uh, get a girl an abortion? No, but I was married at one point. You were married already. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Damn, why'd you do that? So uh, you have had an abort. You have an abortion. It was, <laughs> re- it was just the relationship. Uh, yeah, even a, an aborted relationship. Uh, that's that's cool. Uh, so you were married, and then what? What happened? Do you mind if I ask? Or just it was just like uh, I mean, I, most people I know who get married when they're twenty one, you're like, eh, this is not gonna last. I hate to break it. To you. <laughs> yeah, it's just probably doomed to fail. They all are. They doing all hard are. drugs, but it was whatever. She was doing hard drugs. Yeah, she started doing hard drugs and started cheating. So I uh-huh. so ended, and then I dipped out and moved to Colorado. Okay, cool. Where in Colorado are you? Uh, Colorado Springs. Nice, nice. I'm uh, going out there in Labor Day. Not Colorado Springs, Denver area. Are you performing out there? Or anything? Uh, potentially, actually, but no. I'm going out there to go see fish at uh, Dick's 
right. Well, I'll have to keep an eye on if you're doing. Yeah, any- yeah. I might, I might, I might be doing some shows around there, but, but that's not the plan at the moment. The plan is just for a vacation. Um, but yeah, anyways, yeah. So, what, what do you want to, uh, what do you want to talk about in terms of the abortion debate? What are your, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I'm just fine with it being with the states. I'm more pro responsibility more than anything. But obviously, unlike most Republicans, I think I have more exceptions on the stuff, but I just enjoy people's reaction of the current events and them freaking out on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. I actually was thinking, I was joking about it on Tim pool last night, but like, you know, the famous lady at the women's March, who's like, yeah, the, ye- the screaming lady. I wonder what her reaction was yesterday. Oh, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> like, I can't imagine it was good, but fuck. I, uh, <laughs> she probably was like, "Ah, oh, God, she probably can't handle anything. Just everything must just fucking set her off." Uh, but yeah, so you're kind of you're basically pro-choice, is what it sounds like. Yeah, you're, for the most part. Yeah, Obviously, you're just like, but just exceptions. again, yeah, you're like, there's exceptions, but don't just have abortions of convenience at three <laughs> weeks. Which again, to me, I think that's the most measured response is you kind of give everybody the best of you know you but the problem is is and you know this is more from the louis ck joke that i referenced earlier but it's just like yeah half of people just think you're murdering a baby how are you going to change their mind about that yeah that's true uh religious people can be hard to deter yeah but i mean again they're not wrong in a lot of instances like obviously if you have a an abortion after like you know uh, like with, with the conception thing where you go like, is that murdering a baby if you take plan B or if you have an abortion after one week? I mean, I don't think so. I don't think you're murdering a baby, right? But they do. Yeah, there's too much nuance. But to like, you know, Florida, you can have a, an abortion up to 15 weeks. At 14 weeks, are you murdering a baby? Probably. Like, has a baby ever made it to 14 weeks uh, born prematurely and lived? I'm sure there has. Yeah, for sure. Right. But I, I just enjoy my whole timeline right now, just freaking out. My uh, my close friend is like posting that he's gonna jokingly do abortions for fifty thousand. He's gonna what? He's joking like that he's gonna do abortions for fifty thousand dollars behind. I'll fucking start doing, dude. I'll yeah. undercut. I'll just start doing abortions for twenty five, man. This is a free free market in action, man. Everybody's <laughs> gonna start undercutting each other until abortions are fucking fifty bucks. Actually, no. Well, I guess they're five. <laughs> what are they right now? Five hundred. Isn't it? Yeah, six hundred. I think the meme is six hundred. Where it's like, it's uh, fifty bucks for Plan B. Condoms are five bucks, and abortion six hundred. But being gay is free. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Um, cool. Uh, all right. Cool. Well, thanks for calling. In. Anything else you want to add? No, that's it. All right. Thanks, Jake. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Right. That was Jacob, everybody. All right. We got time for a couple more calls. We have no Canadians calling in. We always have Canadians, Canadian faction calling in. We've had no Canadians. Uh, The phone lines are open, as I like to say. Uh, Still some time here. No. We got a new state, though. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? This is Aaron. How are we doing? I'm good, Aaron. Where are you calling from, Aaron? Oh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, okay. Uh, I can't guess anymore because it said Pennsylvania, but then so many times people don't live where their phone is. Um, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. So Pennsylvania is a blue state, correct? Or is it a swing state? It's swing. It's... Like, I mean, the area that I'm in, super uh, super red. But okay. then the cities, you know, so like Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, Harrisburg, all that. Right, right. But, but the state is blue state. Yeah. So, so abortions are flowing out there. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. People can get abortions for sure. Oh, okay. And then, like, I live next to New York, so you can just hop over the border and do whatever you want there. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what it sounds like. But you guys, can you? What's the gun situation in Pennsylvania? Oh, great. Great. Right? Not, New York not is like Philadelphia. Not in Philadelphia. But like, yeah, I can would... go anywhere with my driver's license and go buy guns. Yeah, but you can't in New York. No, yeah, and so... you can't take guns into New York. Yeah. So like, you have a concealed carry permit. You can go anywhere in Pennsylvania and like thirty some other states. You can conceal carry but you with can't... that license. But if you go into New York, you just yeah, you're yeah, fucked. you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Same I know. thing with like Jersey border. You go over the bridge, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. I was actually at a rest stop today in New Jersey, just a total aside, but I was at a rest stop in like New Jersey today and they were just selling, you know, like the shitty, just, it's just New Jersey, like merch. Just says, oh, like, yeah. Just says Mugs New Jersey. And shot glasses. Yeah, but I'm like, who the fuck wants New Jersey? Like, it was just like a New Jersey sweater just said New Jersey. I was like, who the fuck buys this shit? It's like drive Asian, for 10 more Asian people I don't that know, come here. I guess you get tourists. I'm like, drive 10 more minutes and get something that says New York. Yeah. Well, basically, yeah, I don't know. Jersey's just, uh, I don't know. I don't it's know. like nothing against Jersey, but I'm like, well, who wants New Jersey? Oh, I've merch? worked there a bunch. Yeah. I got friends in Jersey and stuff like that, but it's like, I would never just want to go to Jersey. Yeah. But I'm like, more importantly, if you're passing through Jersey, why do you want a New Jersey sweater? Well, um, maybe it's chilly. You came from down South, I guess, but it was quite warm today. It was nice. You stop for the cheap gas and I, I think guess. they sell that shit all year. I think that's just, uh, uh, yeah. But anyways, Aaron, so what, what do you want to talk about? Do you have any opinions on this abortion thing? Have you ever had? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a bunch of opinions on it. Like, you, I mean, Have you ever had I an abortion? Th- Not you personally? But have like, I ever personally? No, 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 no. Like, have you ever got like a girl that you knocked up? You ever knocked up? No, no. I have a son. He's nine years old. Okay. So, so he was born when I was 21. Okay. So, okay. So that is interesting because that's, you know, a lot of people in your position at that age yeah. probably do have abortions. Yeah. Well, like I spent thousands of dollars and I have full custody of him. Okay. Was you know, that ever a like, dis- was that ever a discussion at the time? Yeah. It was. She was like, "Oh, well, I might not even go through with it." And I was like, "The fuck you aren't." So you were That's- like, "We're keeping this." Oh, yeah. Interesting. Adamantly. Interesting. I was like, "You can have the baby, you can walk. That's my child, you know?" Interesting. So interesting cuz this is, you know, sometimes uh this is someone was talking about this I think at the beginning of the show, but this is, you know, not a uh, I feel like you hear the other side of this more than than this side of, of the argument. Yeah. Well, there's, I don't know, there's a lot of people that don't see it that way, I guess. Like, more people want to cop out of responsibility. Yeah. And, like, I was a, I was dealing drugs. I was partying. I was living the life, you know? Yeah. And I'm 21 years old, you know? But it's like, oh, all right, cool. I'm going to go work 80 hours a week, 100 hours a week, and I'm going to just crank and get shit done because now I have a son. Right, so you know? you're so you're saying for you that was actually really good because it kind of you you kind of straightened you out a bit. Yeah, I mean, I was more responsible. I had way less fun, you know. Sure. But is that what life's about? And uh, and was it your girlfriend at the time or just? Uh... Yeah, she was my girlfriend. I don't know, but not we like were a, like like you... together for like six months. Oh, okay, so this is like, and then yeah, she got so, pregnant. Yeah, yeah, so it's like a, a high, you know, not high school, but essentially like you know you're. Well, she was like 24. Oh, she was, was older 21. than oh, Okay. Yeah. We were like fuck buddies for a while, and then we kind of got serious, and then, it, and then you no. know, she's like, well, you got to stop doing drugs. And I was like, well, that doesn't mean weed, right? And she's like, yeah. yeah. I was like, all right, well, then that's cool. That's fine. You know. So then you had she the- broke up with me while I was on acid. That was fucked up. That is actually fucked up. That would- yeah, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, you're not. I'm, I'm going to come talk to you tomorrow. She was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like, yeah, no, nah, dude, I'm breaking up. I was like, no, you can't do that. I'm on acid. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that's a major buzzkill. Um, yeah, you can't do that. 
Okay, so then you had you had the kid, and then uh, are you and you have custody of the kid now, or like some partial? Yeah, I have primary physical custody, okay. so I have him during the week, and then she has him on the weekends. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and so and for so, you, you're like no brainer. You're like, but like, you, yeah, you, absolutely. No, that's my kid. Yeah, and, yeah. I was like, no, you 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 kill my child. That's a problem. Yeah, and but does like she have I, I understand the logic of abortions. You know what I mean? Like, it makes sense. I don't. Like on a moral spectrum, you're murdering your child. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, anyway, you slice it. Not like Plan B, but like you took actions so that way your child's life ceased. Yeah. You know. And, and would you feel like so? Are you pro-life or pro-choice, or pro-choice with like a asterisk or whatever? Like, like are you staunch no abortions? Morally, I'm like. Well, not morally. Yeah, I'm just like that's, how that's, that's whatever. No you, what, yeah. But like, logically. Just common sense. If somebody wants to abort their child, chances are they're not going to make the best parent anyway. Yeah, you know. Well, sometimes but they think, do, but you know, just at that point in their life, it just you know they. Yeah, you can turn that, it around. You know, but I think some people are like, yeah, I'm. I had an abortion when I was seventeen. Doesn't mean I'm not going to be a good parent when I'm thirty. See, my just, sister had a child when she was fifteen. Really? Yeah, and she put herself through homeschooling, graduated high school, got a job. Then she got married later on, and the dad was a total piece of shit, right? So she put herself through school. She was on, like, the honor roll and shit, raised her daughter. She got a job as a waitress, got uh, married again, had another child, right? She did She did great. Yeah. Like, yeah, now she has, like, four kids. She's got a whole family, yeah, yeah. all this other stuff. Her yeah. first marriage didn't work out, but sure. well, she's doing great now, yeah, you know? As it happens, yeah. I mean, again, I think you could kind of find, like, the... You know, the, the goods and the bads of every kind of scenario. You know, someone has, there, I'm sure there's so many scenarios of women who just have well, their first baby at 30 like, and they're the worst mothers in the world. And then someone has one when they're 15 and they're the great mothers. And Yeah. Well, you can find that with basically everyone. Everybody yeah, wants anything. to look at things anecdotally. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Instead of statistically. So it's like, everyone's like, well, rape and incest, but that makes up less than 1% of abortions. Oh, well, less than point. I think they're saying it's point one or something. Yeah, it's it's something ridiculous. So it's like, all right, let's just pump the brakes. And then, like, chicks always want to scream about feminism and their rights, and I'm a strong, empowered woman and all this other stuff. But, like, there is a lot of fallback, right? But, like, most people aren't, like, grown adults. They're just, like, grown children. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so unless you have something that forces you into maturity that, like, gives you some wisdom and some suffering and all this fun throughout life, you don't reach a point of maturity. Yeah. Right? And that's something that, like, being a parent forces you into that. Mm -hmm. Right? Because you're going to have sleepless nights. You're going to have to do shit you don't want to do. And that's the difference between being a boy and being a man, right? A boy does what he wants and a man does what he has to. Yeah. You know? And so that's something that's incredibly lost today. And at the same time, I definitely understand the logic of it and the convenience of it and all this other stuff. But so what would you think about like, all right, a guy can choose not to partake in raising a child, sign off at birth or whatever. Right. So he doesn't fit child sport. He has no responsibility. And he can do that twice after that. He's got to get snipped yeah. or start paying child sport. And then the same thing for women. Right. So she can have two abortions all right. I think the problem like, is, in theory, yeah, sounds like good. Medical intervention, Nuremberg. But also, and that's just not Im- right. impossible to track 
But in theory, if we, if we live in a total like, you know, dystopian where they really are tracking that your life to that degree, maybe not. You know, I, I mean, again, you don't want to like incentivize people to be irresponsible. I think the government does that in many other aspects of life. Oh, countless ways. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there is the other side of the coin where, you know, there's countries where they pay, just straight up pay you money to have kids. Where they go, hey, yeah. we need more kids. Which can also lead to a whole other problem, too. Exactly. But, but Well, right know. now we have a massively growing elderly population with a shrinking youthful population. 100%. So like, I, I, that's what I said actually at the beginning of the show was kind of not a conspiracy theory, but kind of like this element where – you know the the birth rate is declining too much, and maybe this is this whole Roe v. Wade getting overturned is because they're just like, look, we don't care who's getting born, we don't need like doctors, but we need more people. Like it doesn't need to be, we don't, you know, we just need more people, and this will do it. Because again, like you know, if you live in a red state and you can afford to get an abortion, you will just go next door and go get the abortion. So Yeah, exactly. But if you can't, you still will just make more people, and maybe that's just the desired outcome regardless of. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't and know. And it's not necessarily like you're providing the child with the best uh, yeah. societal environment right now. Yes, so you it's know, like it's, but also you live in America, which is, you know, in terms of, oh, yeah, it's in terms of winning it's, the lottery, it's like you fucking hit the jackpot big time. Oh, for sure. If, you, if you're born with an American passport, like that is the ultimate jackpot right there. So for now, well, well, for now, sure. We'll see but how I mean, it plays out. Sure, but, but I mean, I, I, I definitely agree with you, and I'm patriotic. Like yeah. I believe in the founding principles of America, and I definitely yeah. don't think that I mean, we're adhering to them now. Yeah, but you know, it's you know, I'm I'm not from America, but it's still objectively the best country in the world. Uh, well, yeah, that's why you came here, right? Fuck yeah, I did. And ninety percent of Canadians live within. Yeah, yeah, we live. We are basically close enough. Anyways, Aaron, I gotta go. Uh, appreciate you calling in, man. That was great. Was, yeah, I appreciate uh, you and your show, man. Hell yeah, thanks, dude. Hell yeah. All right, All right have a good night. Take care. All right, that was Aaron, and that has been the show. We got a long one. Thanks, everybody, for uh, sticking in there. I know this has been a long one. I'm fucking tired of shit. We got two and a half hours. Uh, that was a fun show. That was that was an interesting show. Tomorrow, thank you very much, everybody, for for, uh, for watching. If you want to join me tomorrow for the Patreon episode, 12.30 p.m. Eastern, you can still sign up, patreon.com slash lowvaluemail, M-A-I-L, Obviously, uh, you get an extra Patreon episode every week. One Every other week, there's one at night following this episode, one during the day, the next day. And once we hit 500 people, we're going to have a regular episode like this during the day. It's can't lose. Uh, it's, it's a good good uh, situation. That was a fun show. That was uh, I, I learned some things. We thankfully got a couple women calling in. That was good. Anyways, for... Uh, everybody that watched and listened, uh, thank you very much for the Patreons. I will see you tomorrow at 12.30 p.m. Eastern. Have a lovely, lovely evening. Good night. Good night.